That's better. I can see everybody and everything. I'm the master of all I survey. Ugh. It's a shit even grin, Evan. Doesn't become you. Should I show more gum? Ugh. <laughs> ah. All right, Maybe. Gina Davis, relax. <laughs> <laughs> restart the recording ah! all right well welcome everyone to the last show of the year episode 134 uh we're just gonna jump right in here so let's start with the first article which i put in here which is uh from the washington post magazine it's called dave barry's year in review for 2018 and it's it's honestly very humorous. If you read this whole thing, it's pretty funny. Um, he says here, we can summarize 2018 in two words. It boofed. So he says, we're not 100% sure what boofing is. All we know for certain about boofing is that it is distasteful and stupid. As was 2018. Question. In spades. Yes. In elementary school... Did you guys ever encounter the phrase boofer in ter- in uh, regards to farting? Does that mm. ring a bell? No. Okay. Maybe but it was I, just my school. But I only had basically two or three years of... Oh, you're right. You're in that, the immersion That, that opportunity. System. Yeah. Bouffier? I, from second, yeah. From second grade on... <laughs> I uh would have been, everything would have been in French, so oh, okay, yeah. You missed out. So yeah, I don't know. Maybe uh maybe that was a thing for everyone else. Who knows? Um So they said in here this this thing is really funny actually. If if you guys have a, get a chance to read the whole thing, I'm just gonna go through some of the highlights here. Um they said what made this year so awful we could list Many things, including natural disasters, man-made atrocities, the utter depravity of our national political discourse, and the loss of Aretha Franklin. (laughs) (laughs) They said instead we'll cite one event that, while minor, epitomizes 2018. The debut of Dr. Pimple Popper. So I've been following this Instagram account. For years, a couple years now. It's so disgusting. And now it has become a TV show on, I think, TLC. Yeah, yeah. why? <laughs> the hot people Asian people chick. love this shit. Yeah, she, she, fucking she's disgusting. on Dr. Oz, I think, a lot. Um, Another not garbage person who's well, yeah. a doctor. I mean, she, the she's actually Is a doctor. It? I mean, she's a dermatologist or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. So she helps people with, you know, I mean, but it's this, all legitimate scale, stuff. The scale but, of legitimization should not be. She appears on Doctor Oz a lot. No, no, no. I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying she was already known, you know, on TV and stuff. So, um, yeah. So they finally gave her her own TV show, and it says they write they put this article. Who on earth would voluntarily watch that? The yeah. answer is millions of people. 
Yeah, yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Why do people you know, want to watch gross I love shit? Watching that shit? And like, why do people want to watch other people get hurt? What the fuck? You love Bro, watching that shit. I do not. I don't believe you. I don't at all. You we're don't like watching less. car accidents. You don't like watching no. any of that stuff. Nope. Really? Nope. Yeah, we're all less because of this stuff, and I don't really get it either. Mm-hmm. We really are I laughing mean, I, at other people's misfortune. No, laughing at misfortunes one thing, but watching like, <laughs> dude, I I was on, I went, I was on. There's this comedy Instagram I look at called Jay Woke or something like that, and I saw this thing that looked like two lips going like. Like blow, like blown out, and he was like, it was like somebody had like you had an orange in your mouth, and you had just the skin out, you know, like that with the mm-hmm. orange poking out. And I looked, said, "What is this sideways mouth with this disgusting looking thing in it?" And then a, a head popped out. It was a child, and I was like, "That's a blown out pussy." And I was like, "That's <laughs> disgusting." I was like, "Childbirth is a gross and horrible thing." I was like, "It should be banned." <laughs> it's a miracle. <laughs> it should be banned. Should be banned. I mean, when I saw that, I was like, "Who would want to see this?" You know, and I know there's people out there who are like, this is great, you know, but it looked disgusting. And like the head came out and juice came out and it was like, oh, it would, could not have been a worse thing. And when I think of the pimple popping, it's like that, you know, it's like, come on. There's a guy at my old job, matter of fact, a guy who came on this very podcast, a monster in our midst. OK, <laughs> in our in our midst. OK, <laughs> he watched. He used to sit at his fucking desk and watch fucking Twitch and pimple popping. Right in front of the aisle. As a matter of fact, I think that's why he got fired because he was watching Pebble Popping all day. Disgusting. <laughs> uh huh. A man after my own heart. Get your life. Get, get Brendan back on the show. <laughs> why do you remember everyone's fake name? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, it's it's what it is. Yeah. James renamed Jamie's sister. It's fine. Uh, what was her name? What, what, Helen? Or was that one of her Rachel friends? Rachel or Susie? Oh. Susie, yeah. Susie. <laughs> her friend was Rachel. Yeah. Was, that's not her name at all either. But, no. you know, whatever. I will admit that watching a very short portion of, like, blackhead removal is interesting. Just because it's, it's I won't say cool to see, but they go down really far beneath your skin. Or they can. And that shows some relief, but if she's just there, like, draining an abscess, like, pass. Not interested. I mean, it's people with horrible shit. It's like some, I saw the, I saw the commercials at Blickups. uh friend's house, and it was, yeah, it's people with, like, fucking Blickups and fucking, ugh. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> James's favorite word? A Blickup? <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> That's a classic from back yeah, in the day, man. Yeah, you said a while. <laughs> Blickup, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, yeah. James, I had the doctor remove from some blickups from <laughs> from my skin uh, earlier this summer. That's that, like a, that was uh, melanoma. Now they're, uh, I believe the, the the word is skin tags. Oh yeah, it's because you're a heroin addict and you just want to feed your addiction. <laughs> for Those are the injection points. Getting things removed. Yeah, right. Cut. No, actually, like... I need I need to go back and get some more removed. That's See? pretty. Pretty cool. I was like, "Oh, you can just you can just get these taken off." I was like, "This is awesome." Just rip them off. No, 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 no. <laughs> That's a bad idea, James. Why? If you just rip one off, a it's going to hurt like hell, and b it's going to bleed, and it's not probably not going to stop. <laughs> so, 
Just get what some, are you talking about? Get some toenail yeah. clippers and be like, clip. Yeah, I've done just that before. Quick. Just get fucking, just get, it's called a bandage and a hydrogen peroxide. Solve problem. What are you going to doctor for? Mm-hmm. Get out of here. James's solution to everything is hydrogen peroxide. Yeah, it works. Well, it's great. It's like washing your dishes, hydrogen peroxide. <laughs> no. Got a fungus on your feet, hydrogen peroxide. Why is your dishes bleach? <laughs> and I quote, God's greatest killer. Okay? Bleach. Not cancer, not AIDS. Bleach. All right? What is, does anyone know the difference between hydrogen peroxide and witch hazel? I think witch hazel thing. is something invented by the liberal media. For, no, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Actually, I have no idea what witch hazel is. I think this, that's probably the second time I've ever heard that word. The same it's, bottle it's, as yeah, a, it's a similar substance. I just don't yeah. know the, the unique properties. I don't know. This is the only substance you need to worry about right here, right? Isopropyl alcohol? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. That's like a low-end bleach knockoff. This is, yeah, isopropyl rubbing alcohol. This one's 70%. Here's the thing. 70% you can, what? I don't know, but it's you 70%. That? You could drink that? And get fucked up and maybe I, I not don't die. Think you're, I don't think you're supposed to drink that. I think it's but a bad you can. idea. You can drink it. <laughs> what, one could. So yes, you, can, you, could, you, you, can you could drink, drink bleach. Yeah, you, you can, can drink. drink bleach also. Yeah, yeah. You disinfect you your insides, you know? Yeah, of life. Once. Mm-hmm. It will be, yeah, it will disinfect <laughs> life. <laughs> so, James, I should have brought this over when, uh, when I was over at your house last time. Why? So you cut my hair. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't, you know, obviously I didn't, I know for I mean, next time. Yeah, do you, who didn't, do you yeah. normally put alcohol on your head when you're done getting a haircut? No, but so when I get my haircut, and I think this is probably how black people get razor bumps, when they, because the, the clippers are so sharp, they will normally wipe the areas like at your sideburns area and then the back of your neck when they edge it up, they'll wipe it with isopropyl alcohol to keep it from bumping. So that's what I always have done. And I didn't when Michael I cut Michael's hair. I was gonna I wanted to do it just because I was like oh and Michael's and if you're greasy, then that cleans that area to keep grease from getting into those raw areas where the hair has been pulled out or the hair has been cut. So that's another reason to do it. But we didn't have it, so whatever. Do you think the razor bumps are caused by a sharp razor or a dull razor that pulls the hair instead of cutting the hair at the root? <laughs> It's probably that. I mean, most razors don't cut the hair at the root, though. They just fucking cut it. They're just going back and forth. They're not lifting or anything like that. They're, mm-hmm. just, they're just cutting. And razor bumps are caused from, like, nappy-ass hair turning. Um, It's ingrowing and then coming out later, you know? Probably mm-hmm. if you went around and could individually just give each hair a minor tug, you could relieve a lot of the razor bump. You know what I mean? But whatever. So instead of getting a haircut, you just get... Just tweeze it out. Yeah, well, I, I like I said, it doesn't bother me. I don't have it because I use clippers. Clippers don't give me razor bumps. But if the clippers are really sharp, then I think it's the alcohol keeps that area clean so this dirt and crap from the skin doesn't get in there to cause issues and razor bumps. So I was going to do it to Michael, but he didn't really need it. White people don't have razor bumps. Mm-hmm. And he's greasy yeah, as fuck anyway, they can. so it's not used they can. to it. So his body's not used to that kind of level of cleanliness, so it's fine. <laughs> so, Mike, if you uh, speaking about your haircut, which you got a couple weeks ago, I think, uh, how would you rate James as a barber? Six out of ten. Passable. Acceptable. <laughs> yep. Like you're not you fucking probably anybody, go but back. Your mom's not gonna kick you out of the house. Yeah. 
there was there was some cleanup that needed to be done after, which James did, and then a coworker did the next day. So there you go. So additional cleanup that was missed. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, not not perfect, but but you know, completely completely passable for his first time cutting <laughs> the mane of a white person. You know, <laughs> okay, the hair of a Caucasoid. Yes. Yeah. Um. Uh yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty. I mean, you know, whatever. It's like uh, just like cutting my hair, except a little maybe maybe a little bit harder to cut in some places. You know, I think I think black people's hair is more. It's better for clippers, mm-hmm. just because it's, it's kind of drier. Michael's hair is not dry. It's very moist. So it was moist. kind of my. I mean, moist you know, flowy. it's it's not flowy, but it's kind of gooped together, but. I think his his hair is like you know it's all stuck together, so it's like it would come off in clumps. But yeah, <laughs> do you have cancer? <laughs> no, not like that. You know what I mean. <laughs> so you you've been touching that radium again? Yeah, <laughs> yum yum. Yeah. <laughs> we um, can make a child song. Yum yum radium. <laughs> oh boy. So Doctor Pimple Popper. Um, so they said, is there anything good we can say about 2018? Like, got us out of 2017. <laughs> but they said, we spent all of 2017 obsessing over 2016. The bar is low, dog. Yeah, it was like the election, the Russians, the emails, the Mueller probe, the Russians, the Russians, the Russians. <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah, it was kind of crazy. So... This whole article is great because they give like a month by month breakdown of what happened throughout 2018. Um, I'm just going to give a very high level breakdown of what happened just so we can all remember. So the first in January, uh, North Korea, tensions with North Korea, uh, a false alarm in Hawaii, ballistic missile inbound, take cover. And it's like, oops, sorry. Mm hmm. The governor let everyone know on Twitter 17 minutes later that, nah, it's, it was nothing. And then they asked him, well, why did it take so long? Why did it take so long? He he finally confessed that he didn't know his user ID and password to Twitter. Okay. Um, that was also the month we learned that uh, kids are eating Tide Pods. <laughs> so that's great. Those kids knew what was coming. Yeah, they they these- take themselves out. Let's just eat these Tide Pods and get out of here. Well, they're trying to cleanse yep. their insides. Like, you know, maybe bleach was too, uh, it, it wouldn't do the job. So they're like, I'm going to eat this thing. It tastes better, too. It's got that flavoring. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, the detergent flavoring. Yeah. yeah. Um. Also, there was a three-day government shutdown, but hardly anyone remembers that one. I do. Do you? Sure. Um, and of course the whole Stormy Daniels thing that was continuing all this year Uh, the Olympics were held in South Korea the Winter Olympics at not in Pyongyang but in Pyeongchang very different very different Um, apparently the Philadelphia Eagles won the Super Bowl against the Patriots then proceeded to destroy their own city Mm-hmm. 
Um, this was the year when the United Airlines kept on having one uh, fiasco of another with uh, regard to people's pets, including uh, a flight attendant making a woman put her pet in an overhead bin. And for some reason, the dog died while it was up there. I don't know huh. what happened with that. Um, Mark Zuckerberg testified before Congress and was totally a human being. Definitely. <laughs> oh, and in this article, it's great. They make fun of that. They're like, the con- Congress people are like, so where does the internet go when you turn off the computer? You know, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, it's so great. Yeah, it is. Uh, Meghan Markle married uh, Prince Harry. That was a that was a big to do. Roseanne cared about any of that stuff. Roseanne tweeted something uh, racist, I think, right? Uh, yeah. The and they canceled, bit. so they canceled her. They just eliminated her from from life. Um, the whole Brett Kavanaugh thing. Remember yep. that? Tobin. That was. We're fun. going to be remembering that for the next thirty-five years. Oh yeah. Uh well, this is great. I had I had to I had to take this I, I copied this directly from the article. The president addresses the United Nations General Assembly, declaring that his administration, quote, has accomplished more than almost any administration in hi- in the history of our country. The audience reacts with laughter, <laughs> which the president's <laughs> advisors assure him is how world leaders traditionally show respect. <laughs> Fox News confirms this. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Dude, I remember that. Yeah. Like, they, people, they literally laughed at him. Yeah. I, like, saw, yeah. I saw a clip the other day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a shooting at the uh, newspaper office in Annapolis, Maryland. Yeah. Uh, there was a shooting at the synagogue in Pennsylvania. There was a shooting at the school in Florida, which prompted all those... Uh, high school aged people to have their rally and do their whole big thing. Nothing ever came of that, did it? Actually, uh, I was just reading an article the other day. Apparently, there's been more gun control laws passed this year than uh, ever. Previously. That's just mm-hmm. cum- so. cumulative, though. It's not because of them, it's just because people in general were tired of this. Well, they said in contrast to the shooting at, uh, was it Vegas? Was it, no, uh, the one, the elementary school where like five year olds are killed, um, you know, in Connecticut or wherever it was. You made to live. That was the that the, that year. More more gun loosening laws were were, were passed than, than gun control laws. Yeah, <laughs> so that was the ebb and flow. That was the beginning, man. Now and then the, uh, the last thing I put in here. So the insight landed on Mars. What insight landed uh-huh. on Mars? What what? Yeah. So yeah, quite a quite a bit. Well, obviously, a lot more happened this year, but those are kind of the highlights. Oh, and how can I forget the caravan? Yeah, the caravan of dangerous, dangerous rapists. immigrants. Yep, rapists, from murderers, shithole countries, criminals. Yeah, yeah, correct. They're coming here to grab white women by the pussy. Oh wait, mm-hmm. that's not much. <laughs> They're bringing their reefer with them mm-hmm. to do smoke crimes. That, smoke that weed and rape. Rape, rape, dude. They had. They said a uh, someone published uh, an anonymous op-ed about a scathing, you know, scathing about the Trump administration and about Trump in general. And they said linguistic analysis uh, 
they they think they know who wrote it because the person repeatedly referred to Trump as my husband. <laughs> ah. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, dude, Melania. I half the time I'm like she's in on it with him, and half the time I'm like she's asking us for help, isn't she? Like, yes. like, <laughs> like she's like, get me out of here now. Like, <laughs> I think she's part of it, dude. I think I think they're all. I think they're all like. I think she's just like was there for money, and she was like, I'll just stay, whatever, you know. So but, I can't uh, leave now. Yeah, she's right. like, fuck. It, I'm here, you know. Right. Has ever has any. Uh... President no. and first lady ever gotten divorced while no. in office? No, 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 no. Can't do that. Right? Happen. That's it's against. Happen. That's against the uh, the the Christian way of life that we it all happened, follow. It happened in France. Yeah, but it won't happen here. They, they won't get divorced. There's no sign of that. No, just curious. She's, she's a part of it. She's a part of it. By the way, I would like to say that um, to rather reiterate that idiocracy is becoming more real life every day. Because I personally feel that Dr. Pimple Popper and her popularity is is one Ow, my balls. sort of large step, but not unfeasibly <laughs> large step, yes, away from Ow, my balls. Mm-hmm. Evan, I, I recently not read that, an article on, close. on Vice that said, uh, if you think we're in idiocracy, you're, you're an elitist prick. I am. <laughs> so... I'm also observant. <laughs> so, you know, I think every every generation we the bar gets lower, but the the previous generation doesn't know how low the bar is because they were only here for the bar from just before. They don't know what like the bar before before was, you know what I mean? So the kids were like, I never seen a record after, player. After. <laughs> yeah, the kids were like, I've never seen a record player. Like they have no idea, like they're their age group, they have no idea like that gas shouldn't cost two dollars and eighty two cents a gallon, and that it did cost a dollar a gallon once or whatever. You know, I'm using it as an example, but like they have no idea that things were better in a diff- in one way or another. You know, or that we don't have to watch Doctor Pimple Popper, and you know, we could be watching you know Yo MTV Raps quality television. You know, <laughs> uh, I was gonna say like the Cosmos, but okay, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I mean, uh, well, real quality quality television, the Cosmos, sure. You know, sure, sure, sure. And that was on, of all networks, Fox. Well, actually, you know, here's the thing. Is there such a thing as quality television or is that an oxymoron? Quality television died with Bob Ross. I'm going to say yes. I think you're right. And Mr. Rogers. As 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 taken with Mr. Ross as, as the rest of the world seems to be. Or or with Mr. Rogers. Yeah. I don't think, I, I don't think there's anybody who's, like, good you know, like maybe uh, what's that guy's name? Um, or gal? Uh, fuck, I can't remember. I can't remember the one I'm thinking of now. But there's somebody I'm particularly thinking of that, like their show is like you're like, oh, that's a nice person. But I think most people who do those shows, even cooking shows, they're not nice people. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like they are. You know, um, what's the guy who we're always making fun of? We're like Guy Fieri. Yeah, Guy Fieri. He's a great person by all accounts. Apparently he is, but every interview he just seems like a douchebag. And I don't know why. Even the even the interview he does with uh the hot ones, I'm like, what a douchey guy. You know? You don't seem that douchey to me in, in that one. 
he seemed douchey to me in it. He seems like a little. When they ask him some questions about certain things, he seems like, mm. you know, like like I don't know, like he's tired of answering them. And look, let me tell you something. When you're fucking in the limelight and you're famous, just throw that I'm tired of answering that shit out the fucking window. That is the price of fame, you sack of shit. I hate rich people complaining about I'm tired of answering that question or uh, why can't you leave me alone? Why can't I go get my Jamba Juice? Go fuck yourself. You want to be famous? This is the price. Okay, I want money. I have to go to work. That's the price. You know, you want to be famous? This is the price. So I don't want to hear it. Like, don't just give up. You're done. Okay, be rich. You're ours, motherfucker. Yeah, basically. Yeah, basically. We made you, and we can destroy you. Yeah, it's true. Again, true. All true. Whoa. Hope you never get famous. You're gonna be like, God, this sucks. Nah, I I would just be like, all right, I would just stay at home and be rich. I just stay at home and be rich. That's how it works, right? They'd be like, James brought us had another butt naked party with a bunch of young blonde girls. It was crazy. We saw from the windows, but you know, he he dangles a ding dong at us. <laughs> His show's ratings won't be affected because we knew what we were getting into. We knew he was a piece of shit when this all started. Back to you, Jim. Whatever. You know, who cares? Fuck it. Aiming to take the throne from Charlie Sheen? Yeah, Charlie Sheen's a great example. He still gets TV and shit. He's a piece of shit. <laughs> He's a fucking dirtbag. And I will tell this story again. He famously went into a circuit city with like a fucking bra or something around his neck and bought a VCR. You know? In a fucking robe and fucking slippers. So, hey, he's Charlie Sheen, man. He's living his best life. Yeah, he's smart. He's just, he's a fucking, you know? Mm-hmm. All right, what's next? I'm sorry. Um. So this is great. I actually saw this the other day, and I was like, that's kind of funny. And now I just found this story that says, oh, no, we posted it by accident. So... Uh, the Office of Personal Management tweeted out some some guidelines for employees, some sample letters for you to like send to like your, you know, your mortgage company, your landlord, your credit cards, whatever, you know, saying like, you know, oh, please understand this hard time, blah blah blah. And one of the letters it says meant for employees to send to their landlords discussed a temporary reduction in rent payments and suggests quote the possibility of trading my services to perform maintenance. Painting, carpentry work, whatever, in exchange for partial rent payments. Who wrote that? Yeah, so now on CNN, president of the National Treasury Employees Union, he called it uh, laughable. He said, I think it's disgusting, candidly. It's wrong to treat human beings this way. Um, And people on social media are like, bro, what the fuck, right? So... Uh, and in our capitalistic society, nobody gives a fuck about your fucking problems. You can't pay your bills? Go fuck yourself. Go be fucking homeless, you piece of trash. Like, none of this is going to work. What are they talking about? I hope they're joking. I hope this is a fucking troll. I hope OPM, this is a hack. It says OPM. So OPM released a, released a statement saying, no, sorry, bro. We, we you know, we didn't, we didn't mean to send that. We boofed. Yeah, it says, <laughs> it says. It says OPM itself acting with limited resources during the furlough period inadvertently posted a legacy document from the 2013 shutdown. Wow. So, so they sent that out in 2013 and no, and no one noticed. Oh my God. Although most federal employees have yet to miss a paycheck, OPM recognizes that many employees are concerned, blah, 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 blah. 
As such, OPM sought to provide a set of templates that could be used. Da 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 da. Uh, since discovering the out of date documents, OPM updated the website to reflect current information and regrets any unintended concern caused by legacy documentation. Yeah, so in 2013, it was cool, and just none of us noticed. But now someone feel like feel like wait what the fuck <laughs> like there's like I'm gonna go downstairs and be like hey man I'm sorry you know I can't afford you know I can't pay the rent this month but you know I could paint or some shit you know whatever you got Obama's going on Obama's like this he's like turning around the golf course like, ooh <laughs> <laughs> yeah man it's like what I'm like get the fuck out of here so yeah that was fucking hilarious I and, guess there's a lot of dumb. government employees that are still paycheck to paycheck because overall, I think the majority of I'll say just like GS level employees, they're not GS 14s. Like most of them are like GS seven, which Mm -hmm. is 48 grand a year or something like that. Um, So, you know, maybe they're struggling if it's a single income, single income household, but that's why you definitely want to do your best to try to have that three to six month of, savings like in case something like this happens oh definitely um but yeah i think i think a lot more people than you realize are probably living paycheck to paycheck i'm sure there's a ton so you know this guy included over here so you know whatever (laughs) yeah that guy over there too so (laughs) that's why you have to move to a place where nobody wants to live and the cost of living is lower oh i know Oh, we're going to talk about that in a little bit. Don't worry. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. So, anyway, let's move on to the next story, which kind of we kind of touched on it for a second with the uh, Mark Zuckerberg testimony. Um, I don't know if you guys saw, but also uh, the guy from Google or Alphabet, uh what also testified before Congress for some reason. I, I'm not really sure why, to be is, honest. Is it Larry Page or? No, someone? it was an Indian guy. Okay. Oh, wow. Uh, Sundar like, Bachai or whatever his yeah, name is. It, yeah. Trying to you explain know? how the internet works. Or, or yeah. is this the one where it's yeah. like, so what happens to the internet when my iPhone is charging? I mean, just about. It was like, it was like, like right here, they have a quote in this next article. It says, this guy from ten, the Democrat from Tennessee said, I use your apparatus often. Yeah. Talking about using Google.com, <clears throat> like the search yeah. engine. Like, I don't know if he's trying to be like, like, so like uber correct in like his phrasing. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, like I use your apparatus, you know, like when I'm trying to be like funny, you know? Right. Like, I don't know if he's like trying to be like uber correct or if he's like actually like that's actually the way he talks. And he's like just saying that because that's a fucking crazy way to say that, you know, but. um, So this article is about how Democrats would like to bring back uh, an office that was eliminated in the 90s called the Office of Technology Assessment. We talked about this before. Yeah, we did. I don't remember that, but I support that idea. Yeah, this is coming back up now. So apparently it was established in the 70s, and then it was eliminated under Newt Gingrich's watch in the 90s um, in Congress. By the way, um, I don't remember exactly what I was watching. I think it might have been some Joe Rogan shit 
they were like, when did this country turn south? And I was like, as soon as Newt Gingrich became uh, got into some power. Yep. Like, and that is the exact moment when um, lawmakers went from like making law to fundraising so they could win the next election. Hmm. Well, I don't know if that's true, but Newt Gingrich, I think, was the first player of dirty, at least the most notable. The dirty first tricks. true American hero. <laughs> Him and Ollie North. No. <laughs> Anyone who thinks different is a communist. No, <laughs> um, I think Oliver North is just doing what he was told. He's just another fucking military man who fell on his sword. I think he was doing exactly what he was told to do. So one of the questions here that was was asked of Mark, Zucker, Mark Zuckerberg in April, how does his multi-billion dollar company make money? Hey, that's a blower question right there. I like that. <laughs> yep. And he he said, Senator, we run ads. Zuckerberg said, failing to suppress a grin. So I don't know if you guys saw any of the Sundar Pichai stuff, but that one, like I saw like a, you know, you know, a super cut, you know, like five minutes of, you know, questions being asked and answered, you know, and it was like on BuzzFeed or something. And it was fucking hilarious because it's like, so it's like, so how does this work? Like, what's like. Like, does this phone know where I am? Like, how is it doing that? You know, and it's like all this like dumb shit. You're like, really, bro? I did you know? not see that. I mean, it'd be like your mom and your dad there asking questions, Evan. Right. Like it was, it was that. Like, imagine your dad there trying to get answers out of Sundar Pichai Dude, about my dad Google. Uses his phone more for more stuff than I do. I'm pretty amazed. But my mom is like, so how um, texting. Explain. <laughs> You're like, oh boy. No. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe now that Congress is, uh, well, at least the House is a lot of Republican. I mean, a lot of majority oh, Democrat. Yeah. Maybe so, they'll be able to. Sorry, Sundar Pichai had to explain to Congress why a Googling idiot turns up pictures of Trump. Yeah, I mean, it's just like it, it, they have a fundamental lack of understanding of how how like the basic things work here. But if you think about it, if you think about it in the sense of like, and I mean, I don't need to explain this to you guys, but like we all have our little fields of expertise. We all have things we care about. And these guys just don't give a shit about technology. Like literally some aide puts a phone in their hand and they use it to make calls and they don't care otherwise. Like. They don't have time to care, James. They're too busy fundraising to win the next election. Well, yeah, that's true. But that's 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 all they do with technology, literally, is their phone. Like, that's the only technology device in their world. Maybe a computer or a laptop, but probably just to read or write Word documents, you know? And the internet is probably on their phone, Facebook, that kind of thing. But they're not like, on, they're on Reddit. They're not on the web like we are. They have no idea. They have no idea how any of this stuff is. They don't hear about startups they don't hear about, they're probably like, who the fuck is Sundar Pichai? You know, who's Larry Page? They don't know who these people are. You know, they probably only know about Zuckerberg because he's kind of semi-famous slash infamous, and he loves smoked meats. You know? <laughs> if you guys haven't seen his famous thing where he's like, he's sitting in his backyard looking like a fucking android, he's like, he's like, hey guys, he's on Facebook, Facebook Live, say, hey guys, I love smoked meats. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that. And it looks fucking crazy. And you're like, this guy's a human? Yeah, fucking right. 
You've never tasted meat, you android son of a bitch. Get data in here. <laughs> He's more more of a people person than you are. Fucking Dude, android. the greatest is the memes from that from you know his his testimony. And they had like they had like a picture of Data with his hand on something like swearing, and it's like here's a photo of Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, it's like goddamn, like yeah, man, it's fucking great, dude. Uh, I'm sorry, this is totally unrelated, but this reminded me of the college humor uh, skit, like animated skit, Star Trek vs Star Wars. Have you guys seen that? I don't think so. Um and in one part of the trick skit, Vader is telling Picard over the screen and the he's telling he's telling him he's like yeah your show's so great he's like he's like your he's like it's full of action and he and Picard's like, it is full of action and then fucking <laughs> fucking Data comes up and he has this fucking flyer with him playing the saxophone and Spot blowing on a flute and he's like are you going to come to my live showing of Spot and Data Taylor Blues or whatever and he's like not now Data you know <laughs> and it's like shit like that and it's like wow they really understand Star Trek anyway okay go ahead I'll put that link in the description but you know what's know. funny about uh, you mentioned Spot so I've been watching a lot of Star Trek during my, my time off here and uh so there's an episode where where clearly Spot is referred to as a male cat. Right. And then and then later in season seven, which is the last season, Spot is pregnant. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. gives birth. And I'm like, wait, what? So And I Googled it and yeah, people have talked about it before on online, obviously. So I was like, ah, okay. You can go onto the forums and demand to know why this hasn't gotten more attention. <laughs> no, some people are like, maybe it's a different cat, and Data keeps on getting cat, new cats. So like, oops, I killed it, and like he keeps like <laughs> he keeps on getting new cats, and just keeps on naming them Spot. That's right. He shows cause like because he's an android. It's like, why not name it the same thing? Whatever, you know. Like, just shows I, in his quarters, petting is like gentle, gentle squish. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I exactly. Under- I never understood like the internet's obsession with fictionalizing things outside of the lore. <laughs> like creating this other alternate world where Data completely out of his character kills a cat and then renames <laughs> the same cat re- gets another cat from God knows where and renames it the same name. I mean it just I, I I there's all this stuff like that where people like take they take this really fictional spin. Well maybe this is what's happening. It's not what's happening. They just forgot. In the writers room, they totally forgot the cat was male because they don't give a shit about these characters you love. Probably, or it's like replacing a dead goldfish. Like no one will ever know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very. No true. one did know until Thanksgiving, <laughs> thirty-five years later, when you <laughs> fucked up and mentioned it in front of Johnny and his girlfriend. Exactly. Um. Yeah. So anyway. So yeah, they just they just keep on giving more examples of senators asking dumbass questions about technology and stuff in this thing. And, and yeah, this office of technology assessment sounds like exactly what they would need because everyone in Congress, except for a handful of people are old, like you said, old men who don't care about technology. And I was just reading an article the other day that says like literally like old people just basically it's like your brain like changes over time. And, you know, like the whole, like, neuroplasticity thing. Like, I'm sure you guys have heard that. 
Yeah. That's, that's like totally a thing. So that's why it's really easy when you're five or 10 years old to learn something. But when you're 50, it's hard, you know? That's well, why your mom keeps easy. on asking you, like, how do you PDF something? You know, and you're like, come on, bro, really? You know? I mean, it's easy not to care. And I see that in myself, you know, for whatever reason. You know, people with, like, like I was talking about earlier, Mike using his phone and his as his primary computing device most of the time instead of just, like, a phone or, like, oh, I'm going to check this. Or, like, why is Instagram and Twitter a legitimate social media platform that people use? To me... None of that shit matters. So I'm like, why would I use that? Just let it fade away. I'll never. It's need not it. gonna fade. Away. But but you know what? You make a good point there because it's for you. It's like I don't care about it, and I don't want to say you can hide behind that because you legitimately don't care. So it's not hiding because you really legitimately don't give a shit. But I think for the most part, like if uh, me personally at 41, I sit down in front of the computer. And if I tried to do the stuff that I used to do, like the stuff I know from Photoshop is stuff I've known for like 20 years, you know, since Photoshop like four or whatever, you know, but the stuff like if I sat down and they're like, okay, James, we're going to teach you this new thing, dude, I'd have to use that shit every fucking day to remember any of it. You know, I would never remember any of that shit. And for the most part, I'm like, I don't want to learn it because I know I just won't remember it. You know, I just don't care. You know, yeah. like the I neuroplasticity mean, thing, I'm just gone. Like. It's like challenging you to play a new game. Yeah, I mean, it could happen. It's not likely to, but I mean, like my mom, she and we we were just talking about texting and everything. She doesn't care about texting because she's from the phone call generation, and that and you can still make phone calls on a mobile phone, so that's what she does. And it's like that's it. I don't need it. I don't need to text. Just call. Mm-hmm. I don't understand texting. I understand it. Let me let's say that. I understand it. Like, it's good to, like, get the blah, blah, blah. But brruh, here we go. You know what I mean? But, like, I suck at typing. And to me, it's a inferior medium to get conversation to tell my point. So I deal with it because I have to. Because there's so many people who only will communicate via text nowadays. But James is an old man. James is I like am, your mom. I'm an old old man. I put my my I put my my sock suspenders up one suspenderling at a time. Is that what they are? That's not <laughs> yeah. what they are. But I'm glad you brought that up. I've been more and more tempted to get some suspenders because that's the now, fat man's uh, dude. Well, you're see, becoming I, a fat guy. That's <laughs> that's the final fat guy. That's the final nail in the fat guy coffin. Oh. I just I just feel that because oh, I've been progressing no. and getting all these these future. These future-thinking jeans that are super stretchy and comfortable that the traditional belt is really holding me back. And I need something more stretchy to – I'll put over my shoulders and just wear an extra sh- <laughs> an extra polo shirt and be, like, super comfortable and mobile, you know? You just need a Where kid am I going be, wrong here? You need to be some kid's nephew. Have some kid be your nephew and you're done. Then you're just the fat uncle. Do I need a farm? <laughs> I and guess And, like, so. a beat-up hat to wear or something? Ugh. <sighs> Jesus Christ. I need to live in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Am Mr. I that guy? I want to be are, that guy. You are Mr. Popper. You're not allowed to get a fucking... fucking the guy with the, can the... I have a Murphy bed? Oh Bro, God. I was just talking about that with my mom yesterday. <laughs> Stop! Uh, it's so no! It's so efficient. <laughs> Evan, John what? Popper is the guy from... Oh, Blues Traveler. Blues Traveler, yes. I was like... 
Do I marry Dr. Pimple Popper? Is that what he's talking about? <laughs> you wish. No. <laughs> yeah. No Blues Traveler, no Suspenders, no Murphy Bed. So we have a 30 to 40 year old view of what Suspenders are. What if they've made leaps and bounds they have it. They in have technology it. and comfort? They we don't know, James. It. We know. Nobody spends the time <laughs> researching this. I know one what? person at work who wears Suspenders. My dad wears Suspenders. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you. And they yeah, work. he looks like he looks like your dad. So yeah, at some point your dad was like, "These are really comfortable," and I'm really lazy. And I don't he's a man's on man. Anymore. Real men used to wear suspenders, James. Yeah, boys know. wore belts. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh my god! I had I'm suspenders look when I was a kid. It's not a good look. Not a good mm-hmm. look. Suspenders.com here, Evan. I want you to buy a <laughs> pair of overalls. Uh, overalls or coveralls? I wear overalls. some coveralls. Eh, I don't. Maybe. I don't know what a coverall is. I don't think so. But. Now it's funny that you say that. To me, overalls are jeans with a built-in suspenders and bib. Essentially, you, you are correct. Can you counter that argument? I cannot. So you? It's a built-in ridicule shirt. Me, you ridicule? No, it's not because it doesn't cover the back. I think it does. I mean, nope. at least. Up That's, to a certain point. I mean, maybe the middle of your back, but that is not a shirt. It does not cover... They don't cover your shoulders, okay? Correct. So, is jeans... But neither does a tank top. So Who wears tank tops? Those are disgusting. I don't like know. Like gym bros, maybe. So, jeans with built-in suspenders and a bib. Or an apron, however you want to classify it. So, you berate me for wanting suspenders, but you support the idea of overalls. Um, yes, but only for the comedic effect. Okay. (laughs) Here, I found a four pack of suspenders. I'm going to get this. I can accessorize with any, any colorway. By the way, I hate that word colorway. It's 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 terrible. It's terrible. It's a phrase. It used to be like shoes. You're like, okay, what color do you want? I'll get the yellow ones. Now they've expanded upon that. Maybe to integrate more fashion and style, but color has been replaced by Uh-oh. colorway. You're you're breaking up there, for no, son. For no, hmm. no, you're I, fine now. You're okay you're now. Okay, you're oh, okay. Well, yeah. I mean, maybe I it's like fine on time. your end. Maybe it's fine on your end. But yeah, well, it was. I mean, because I I can hear myself talking just here, but and you guys weren't saying anything. Well, we were letting you talk. Yes, that's why I didn't hear anything break up. I appreciate <laughs> I appreciate my stage time. Thank you. I what I mean is maybe the recording is okay because it's being recorded locally on your end. Ah. Uh, so maybe perhaps. it doesn't matter. Um but yeah, yeah, colorway, yeah, you're right. It's it's, it's an that, elitist I term. I don't like it. I don't like it. But it maybe it's more descriptive than say cuz you could have a pair of of white shoes with different you know, okay, this has blue trim, red trim, yellow trim, green trim, whatever, you know? Use I would say that a pattern. Use a word in a sentence. I would love those new Jordans in the blue colorway. What? Yeah. Yep. So it's like, like, uh... It's replacing color like and trim. pattern. Like or trim. trim, yeah. So, a word for that exists, it's called trim. Um, and... Colorway is not descriptive. 
Because if you didn't know what a colorway was, you'd be lost in this conversation. I've looked at here's a problem. We keep re we keep inventing words, and that's great and all, but if the word doesn't fucking sound like it means something, like if you say, hmm spooning. Okay? You can hear that word and be like, oh, I kinda know what you mean. Like some one thing nestled inside of another thing. You know, you can kind of get it, right? Colorway away is like, hmm. The path? Color is an optical representation of light. So, I don't understand. What the fuck is a fucking colorway? It's some, it is an elitist term. I don't like it. I'm not having fun now. <laughs> That's what sneaker heads say. You know what? They can go fuck themselves with their fucking first world bullshit. Sneaker heads. Invented shit. Get the fuck out of here. They need to invent words to justify themselves. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can do whatever you want with your money. This is America. Fuck it. But, I mean, colorway, that's, it's not even a thing. It's not a thing. Of course it'll become a fucking thing. Of course it will. We got Supreme selling oh, goddamn oh, bricks. It is. It so is. fuck it. Of course it's a fucking thing. Did you guys know that? Supreme sells bricks? Is it yes. so you can throw them at your enemies? No, they just sell fucking bricks. They have a brick with Supreme on it, and it's very... It's very limited release, and it's they make a lot of money selling a brick and a crowbar and various other tools, along with shirts that just say Supreme. <laughs> Do on they it. sell ski masks? <laughs> I mean, probably. It wouldn't, surprise, it wouldn't surprise me at all. What the hell, man? The whole burglar's kit? <laughs> Let's go uh, high-end burglar. Yeah. I, have no um, idea. I was just reading. I, I saw a, tw- a tweet or a you know a, a meme or whatever. It said, "It's like do kids not know that champions used to be the." The, the cheap clothes you bought at Walmart or Kmart or something? Yeah. <laughs> well, when I was a kid, champions were a thing. They're like, oh, you got that champions. There was a logo. It was a brand that you and wore. And the starter jacket? And starter jacket, Who the yeah. fuck was starter? Yeah. That company, had, I don't know what happened to them. Yeah, I used to have a friend who loved his starter jackets. I, I, had I, one. I don't know what happened to it. I didn't give uh, it to a girl. Well, I never, <laughs> uh, you know, I never was, was a... Was a Sports fan, so I, I never really got it. You, you know, never had to do with being a sports fan. It Were you a, him. a man of fashion in your youth, Mike? I was like not then, and am and, and and not now. So I would like to be, but I am not. My so. mom says I'm handsome. Yeah, exactly. My mom says I'm cute. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So next up here is a little stranger danger. Um, the FCC has has changed the rules regarding SMS. So just like they did to broadband. Um, so broadband was under Title Two, and they reclassified it as Title One. So that's how they did the whole net neutrality thing, like to you know get rid of it. So now they've done the same thing with text messages. So it, they, they were under Title II, which is classified as telecommunications services. Uh, now, but now they're titled under Title I, which is information services. Um, so it's different regulations. And the reason they did it was supposedly... Um, 
It says if you've been spam, you know, bombarded with spam text messages, it gives a way for the providers to do something about it more than mm-hmm. they have been. But it also, you know, gives them more control over which text messages get sent and which ones don't. So, could be a free speech issue there. Uh huh. Um. So this article is saying, yeah, just don't use SMS anymore. Use something else. You know, like is Signal WhatsApp better or WhatsApp or, I, I mean, even like WhatsApp. on an iPhone, if you have iMessage, you know, if, as long as it's iPhone to iPhone, it's not an SMS. So. Right. Or like we use Google Hangouts, you know, although I guess we're going to have to change our ways here soon. Um, you guys know anything about that? Um, I think they're going to do something sort of mid to late 2019. Um, I don't, I don't remember if they were getting rid of it totally or just like the standalone Hangouts portion Mm -hmm. you know i don't i i doubt they're going to remove its i'll say it's gmail integration if that's a proper way to put it Uh, but who knows if they do then i can stand something up i'll 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 stand up that next cloud server with uh with spreed get all the plugins working and it's a fully privately owned hangouts replacement Hmm. owned by us by us for us. Yep. It includes a file server too. Hmm. Okay. I'm ready to ship it, man. Build this it's product. Like put our name on it, charge a ridiculous amount of money, ship it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Make that it's money. the same but it's the same as last year's. Do it. Yeah. It's like nope, it has a higher number. <laughs> so we use spaces instead of tabs in the code. <laughs> it's like it broke everything but ship it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll sell our support contracts. Those are features, not bugs. <laughs> man, features. All right. So entertainment. Uh, first up here, I have an article for about Bandersnatch, but I just really just wanted to talk about it. And uh, any of you guys watch it yet? No. I did not hear about it until like two hours ago. Wow. You're the first person who ever told me about it. Well, Evan, you need to get on that social media, which you don't like. Uh Um, I know you're on Facebook, so people have been talking about it all over the place on there. I mean, that's just for stalking. Huh? That's just what? I didn't hear you. You broke up. uh, That's just for stalking. Oh. (laughs) I see. Well, um, Bandersnatch is a Black Mirror type. Well, it's Black Mirror. It's called Black Mirror Bandersnatch, but it's a choose-your-own-adventure. Oh, oh, didn't I, didn't I send you this. that? I didn't know that's what it was called. I don't know if you sent that to me or not, but that's what it is. So, um, now apparently it's only compatible with certain devices. So, if you have an Apple TV, not compatible. Amazon Fire TV Stick, not compatible. Chromecast, not compatible. If it works with a Roku, it works with any game console, and obviously it works on your computer or, you know, your tablet or whatever, where you have the Netflix app. I wonder if it's a limitation of the remote. Because, like, for Amazon Fire Stick and, I think, Apple TV, 
you basically just have a directional pad and like an okay or an enter button. And Roku, I think you have at least numbers on the remote, maybe letters or some sort of extra keypad. Not on my remote. Oh, okay. It's very similar to an Apple or a Fire TV stick remote, at least the one I have. That sound you guys hear sometimes when we're recording this show, that hollow... (laughs) Scraping sound. Scraping sound (laughs) is disgusting Michael scratching his back with his bamboo back scratcher. And honestly, I don't really mind it, except when I hear it, I'm like, that's unprofessional and I hate it. And then I see it because I'm looking at these guys on the camera and I see him, his shirtless self, <laughs> and it's making that sound. It's like, <laughs> that's what it sounds like to me. It sounds fucking horrible. <laughs> I'm sorry. Were we recording a show? I don't want to stop to fucking hear your back scratching. Well, I'm a okay. man of many you, pet peeves, and this is one of them. You could have just sent me a message, and I would have stopped, but okay. So, gentlemen, college, call, call me out publicly and humiliate me. Thank you. Collar shirts, ties, and suspenders from now on. Because here's the thing, and I, I do this, Michael, not for just you, but just for me as well. Because, like I said, I'm a man of many pet peeves. Many things bother me. Um, and uh, I don't want Michael to feel alone in this. I am constantly attacking Michael and Evan for the various small things that they do that slight me. Evan was eating today before the pre-show, and when Evan eats, it sounds perfectly normal, but to me it's like... (laughs) It's like the loudest smacking, clacking, and it drives me fucking crazy. And I was in my kitchen cooking my own breakfast, and I was just like, I wanted to yell across the room, Stop eating! But then I was like, just chill, dude, just chill, just chill, just chill, just chill, just chill. (laughs) You know what I mean? Because I'm insane. So, Michael, you're not a bad person, and it's okay to scratch your back, and I'm sorry for yelling at you. But I wanted to take you and the fans on the sidetrack of my personal insanity. Fair enough. Let's continue. Okay. Well, uh, I have not watched Bandersnatch yet, although a lot of people watched it, at least according to my limited Facebook (laughs) viewing, and uh, seems to be generally positive. Uh, I did read a article that said a lot of people are getting, are like, they took the wrong way and uh, ended ended up at a, nah, you should go back and try again, basically. Huh. Like, like it, you, you so, fucked up. <laughs> so how do you play? With your remote or? Yeah, like it, you know, just five minutes of, of movie or ten minutes of movie and then it's, all right, what should the character do now? This or that, you know? And, and so there's all these different ways you can go. You know Jeez. how many how many times to see it completely? Did they say uh, or uh, I don't possible? know. I don't know. Hmm. I wonder if they're tracking. Like, is there an ending that no one will ever see because it's so ridiculous or so perfect or something? I wonder if they're going to release something like that. I'd be interested to know. Like, if they put like an average of like, oh, this is this is the average ending that most people saw or something like that. Like, if there's an actual fully produced movie with, you know, timeline plot and a designed ending and then also choose your own adventure. Uh I guess. I don't know if I really understand what you're saying, but I mean I, I just want to know if it's like if it's like human nature to like uh. if they if they can look and say, oh, most people seem to pick this 
and there's much better endings, but this is what people keep ending up with. And what does that say about us? I mean, I don't know. I haven't seen it, and I probably won't watch it. But when I was a kid, I was obsessed with Choose Your Adventure. I had a bunch of Choose Your Adventure books, and they were great. It was a cool storytelling thing. Do you guys bunch remember of what books? Choose Your Own Adventure? Yeah, Choose Your Own Adventure. Oh. Sorry. I couldn't understand what he was saying. No, I was like, choose your adventure. <laughs> yeah, choose your, choose your own adventure. I know I do that sometimes, but I just, but then I just keep going because I'm like, I guess I understood. Um, <laughs> they haven't said anything, so. <laughs> but, um, yeah, do you guys remember when, uh, what's a theater in Wheaton? They did that for a while. I do remember when they did that, but I never actually went there when, when I they went did there it. for it, and they had these controllers. It was a Sony theater. Mm hmm. I, they had these controllers at the seats, and I did one of the movies that you could watch. It wasn't even a movie. It was like a bicyclist, and he's riding his bike, and you decided where he went. And the whole crowd basically said yes or no, like you had three buttons, yes, no, or ignore, or skip, or something. I can't remember what it was. But, and then it would it would just kind of take the cumulative vote and then be like, okay, 30% of people said no, so we're going to go yes, or whatever the case is, you know? It's a weird thing. It didn't. It didn't do very well, you know. But yeah, interesting. Do you remember the movie theater inside Wheaton Plaza? I do. By the uh, Burger King, or yeah. was it Winston? Yeah, that was the yeah. Cineplex Odeon. Yeah, the entrance that no one ever used except to go to the movie theater. I love I, I look back on that fondly with uh, a heavy dose of nostalgia, but I'm sure it actually was like. A pretty awful theater. Well, it, it was, was just, like it was just small. It was the place for sticky floors and smelly. Like, yeah, it definitely was a hundred percent like the quintessential gross in the mall movie theater from the eighties. Um, what was it? No, no, I'm thinking of Lowe's. Uh, I forgot the Cineplex Odeon. They had a very specific thing they that played when it started, and I can't remember what it was. But it mm-hmm. was. I remember as a kid seeing that and associating it. Thinking this is the good theater, you know. <laughs> also, round uh, they had like a round kind of logo. Yeah, yeah, know? they did. Yeah, but I liked that. It was my favorite theater. I didn't like Lowe's. Lowe's was like the nicer theater. I was like, oh, this is the nice one because that's where I saw Batman. When Batman came out, it was there. Mm-hmm. Cineplex Odeon had the trash, but it was the best one to me. Mm-hmm. You know, was it because it was less popular? I think because it was inside. It's something about being inside I liked better. I don't know. More intimate? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Closer access like to the it. arcade. No, I don't know. It could be, <laughs> but, you know, also, this is weird, but when I think of the Cineplex Odeon, it felt totally like, I don't know, Wheaton, Wheaton Plaza is a very old mall. Westfield yeah. Shopping Center now, town or whatever it's called now. But Wheaton Plaza is Westfield very Wheaton. It used to be open, I believe, like no roof. I say to people now, I'm like, Wheaton Plaza. They're like, where? I'm like, fucking the mall over there. They're like, oh, okay. (laughs) Like, like, say Wheaton Plaza, the new people, they're like, I don't know. What is that? It's like City Place. It's not called City Place anymore. Yeah. It's Ellsworth Place. That's so unfortunate. I was like, what? I was like, when did this happen? (laughs) I just found that out recently. Don't you feel old when that happens? And you see, like, yeah. no, I feel angry, <laughs> <laughs> filled with rage. Yeah, no, I don't feel old. I feel pissed. That's that's how I feel. Yeah. Pissed because you're so old. <laughs> Got him. No. no, sir. 
pissed because you you realize it had a perfectly good name that didn't need to be changed, and then corporate America bought it out for advertising purposes and and land rights, and now people just don't care, and the the damn kids and their music. All the oh, corporations own the water, man. Watch out. No, yeah. That's true. Fuck Nestle. <laughs> City Place desperately needed rebranding, and you guys all know that. Yeah, that place was garbage. When yeah, it first City opened. Place was like a great place to get your shoes stolen. Yeah. You know? So it and, still looks like half that. And get your dick sucked. It's very weird. It's like it's like half that and half like a nice place now. It's so weird. Because they actually have like a couple nice stores there. Like they have like a brand new huge guitar center there. And you're like, why is there a guitar center here? It's Have so they weird. spruced up the inside at all? The inside is still rubbish, right? It's okay. It's not great. And now you know Dave and Buster's is there, right? All the all that. the way upstairs. It's where the movie theater used to be, right? I I didn't even know there was a movie theater there, so maybe. So nobody realizes this because I know why you didn't know because I think you're a fair bit younger than me. Well, not, I think you are. You're a fair bit younger than me, and you probably didn't go to City Place. But really. I, City yeah. Place, there was two places I went to the movies. City Place and Wheaton Plaza. Mm-hmm. And when I was a kid, Wheaton Plaza, until I was like maybe 16 or 17, Wheaton Plaza was the thing. And then City Place became, it started to exist. And then we went to City Place because City Place Mall had the brand, the brand newest, had the newest theater in the area. And it was a, it was in the Lowe's. It was uh, the other one. AMC or something? Or? Well, it wasn't AMC then, but it was they had the card. I can't remember what it was. Now it's a no, it's not AMC. You know, it's the one that has the card, the annoying card. They're always like, "Do you have your so and so card?" I can't remember now. Hmm. Well, but, Regal. Uh, Regal. It was a Regal. Yeah, uh. they had a Regal upstairs. So the very top floor of that movie the- of that place was a movie theater, and then everything else in that building was trash. There was a Burlington Coat Factory. A bunch of really shabby, super sketchy, like... Burlington Coat Factory is still there. So that's probably the only place that made money in there. But at the base, in the basement... There's also there was like a like, TJ Maxx or a Ross or something. But. In the basement, there was a super sketchy, super like... Fucking like, I'm from a foreign country and I don't know anything about the English language place to buy foreigner shit. Which was like, but it was like all cheap knockoff, really shabby stuff. That was the there was a place to buy that stuff, and it was huge. It was a huge store, you know. And then there was a really shit food. Court. A huge fucking guy. Yeah, <laughs> huge a cereal cereal. We got a cereal crusher theory. A huge fucking guy theory. Um, let's see. There was a weird restaurant when you walked in the other entrance. It was just nothing in the mall. It was not a good mall. Well, that's the that's the problem I have with it now. There's no food court. Well, because like, you have seventeen restaurants restaurants on the outside. Yeah, I guess. I guess that's. And why. there's not. Think about it. That, that place isn't not really a mall. I think there's like a luggage store in there. I mean, it's not a lot of good stuff in that mall. It's it's not like if you think about the malls in here. Think about Wheaton Plaza, Montgomery Montgomery Mall, uh, uh, White Flint, which White is Flint. no more. Well, that's barely anything anymore. Yeah, but there's no, there's no barely nothing. There's nothing there except no, one there store. A, there's a Lord and Taylor or something, right? That's it. Yeah. It's literally that, and the rest of the ball has been destroyed around it. Yeah. It's it's kind of but but yeah. Weird. So I mean, you think about what's around city city place or Ellsworth place, whatever it's called now, is it was always a shabby mall. It's too small. It's never been big enough. They added all that like alleyway, that outside plaza type shit, and it mm-hmm. kind of expanded on a little bit. But it's it was never really a nice mall. So of course they don't have a food court. It makes sense to me. What do you want a Shabaro in there? 
so you can get fucking food poisoning and eat a fried rat. <laughs> I'll pass. Thanks. Oh man, the food court was always like, especially like, well, you know, I used to always go to Wheaton Plaza, right? So as a place you picked up chicks, right? All the time, you know. Right, now, right at Hot Diggity Dog. Um, Dude, that was run by a gay guy, and a friend of mine worked there. Walter Stebler worked there, and he told us how he told us about the gay owners all the time of Hot Diggity Dog. Really? How 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 fabulous they were, and I just thought it was hilarious that <laughs> two gay guys run a hot dog stand. I just thought they love wieners. <laughs> you know, that's all. I, when I was younger, I used to, oh, they love wieners. Yeah, Hot Diggity Dog, and the fucking Cinnabon. Mm, Cinnabon. You know, that's the only place that's still there. Because it's delicious. Everybody of course, they moved it. You know, the whole food court's been moved upstairs now. Yeah. But that's the only thing that's still there from, like, I remember as a kid. A Cinnabon. What is downstairs now? Just more stores and stuff, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Um, the Arby's that was there forever finally closed. I went there one time. I was like, all right, I'm going to go to Arby's. And it was a, it's like an Indian restaurant, you know, there. Like, oh, I don't know if you really call them restaurants, but, you know, whatever. Do you remember downstairs, as you know, as you walk to the food court, so you go, you're down the main thoroughfare, you'd make that left or right into the food court. I remember the, the AT&T store that used to be down there that was pointless. Into the hallway leading to the food court, and then there'd be the big opening, and you could see down into the food court. Mm-hmm. Right at that opening was a Spencer's Gifts. Remember yep. that? And Next lids. door to the Spencer's Gifts on one, uh, one side or the other was a, the Curio store that sold weird shit. Like weird, like African art and Chinese art and Oriental art, <laughs> like all the weird shit. Mm-hmm. And then they had at the front thing of that, they had this bin. It was a circular, like an umbrella stand filled with samurai swords and umbrellas. <laughs> Do you remember, remember that? I don't remember that. No, I remember no. that place. And I remember walking by there every time, like I'm coming back here. I'm gonna buy a sword. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm gonna buy a sword. It's gonna happen. And I never did. And I really regret that to this day, not buying several swords out of that bin. <laughs> Don't you wish um, we could go back in time? Yeah, and just for for like, well, yeah, go Chesapeake back in time for like a month. Tool. Remember that place? Yeah. I don't. Yeah, you don't remember Chesapeake Knife and Tool? No. Nope. We talked about this very thing about a year and a half ago, and Evan said the exact same thing, and you berated him like you're about to do right now. Please continue. <laughs> I ordered my knives <laughs> from like, a catalog. Con- He's like, please continue with the beratement. <laughs> I know you're going to, because last time you went on for like 15 minutes about how Evan should know about Chesapeake Knife and Tool. Should he not? I mean, <laughs> am I wrong? I feel like it's a place he should, should know about, but you know, I get that he doesn't. I mean, I feel I feel like Evan went to I feel like Evan went through the mall. He probably had blinders on and went exactly where he wanted to go and then left. I went to Lids, Champs, Such and guy. Stride Right. He's such a weird guy. Because you're all into basketball and shit. What are you talking about? Why'd you go to Lids? That doesn't Why even make sense. Would I, I used to collect hats, James. Holy, oh, you're such an eclectic dude. <laughs> Why would you collect hats? Where are your hats now? Because I've never seen you in a hat. I've never seen you in a hat, as a matter of fact. I know. I stopped that. Oh, I, I do have about a dozen or so in the other room. But this is sort of when, when fitted hats first became a thing. I was like, ooh, what's my hat size? Oh, this is way better than snapbacks. Oh, this looks good. And it's yeah. on sale? I'll take a North Carolina hat. Why not? Oh, my God. So this guy is like the starter jackets, but fucking hats. Uh, I, I'm, uh, I can't say you're totally wrong. So are I just wanted to fit collectors? in. 
Um, no. People with um mental problems are. <laughs> I was gonna say superior intelligence, but okay. <laughs> no, no. But I mean, like, you, like I just happened to type in starter jacket in YouTube, and there's tons and tons of videos of people way too young to know anything about starter jackets talking about how they went to the thrift store and bought a bunch of starter jackets. Like, it's a thing. It's totally a thing, and they're probably on their way back. And I almost want to race to the thrift store right now with the last of my Christmas slash birthday money for my grandmother and go buy a starter jacket that doesn't fit me. Would you buy a starter jacket or one of the classic high school bomber jackets? Uh, Was the bomber jacket, like, a last-ditch effort? Uh, Yeah, to to sort of hang on to that. I never understood those jackets. For me, those jackets did have popularity when I was in high school, but they were only popular with the starter jacket kids for a little while. To me, I associated them. They stopped because they're... Those are, a, those are with the, like, Nazi dudes. Yeah, thank you, Michael. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, so when I was in high school, they were popular with the starter jacket crowd for a little bit, and then they soon became popular with, like, the neo-Nazi crowd. And so the association with them being cool dropped super fast. I thought they were cool because they had the pin slots on the outside, and they're all puffy. And I dated a girl who had them, who had one, uh, Frigid Bridget, but um, her brother was a neo-Nazi, I found out later. Uh. Her brother had <laughs> neo-Nazi friends, so that's why she had the jacket. So yeah. Right. I'm the black guy in the show, by the way. Just <laughs> the He's the black guy. You, everyone needs one. We got one. And I dated, I found, I found the, the one white girl to date who had a neo-Nazi brother. Yeah. Well, good times. There you go. Yeah. Um. Okay. So I don't know how we got on the starter jackets from yeah, Bandersnatch, we're on the Bandersnatch, but uh, that's all right. So check out Bandersnatch if you get a chance. I'll 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 be checking it out this week. Um. Next up, I just wanted to mention this. So Holmes and Watson. So this is the new movie with uh, Will Ferrell and John C. Um, Riley. John C. Riley, exactly. So obviously those two are paired together, you know, every now and again. Uh most notably probably in Step Brothers. Which I know everyone thinks is hilarious, and it probably is. And Talladega Knights. Uh were they paired together in that too? Yeah. Oh, okay. And Talladega Knights, okay. There you go. Um, which I also know that people think is hilarious. But you've never seen. But them. as never me, seen me not being a human, I have not seen either of those films. Um, I mean, I've probably seen five minutes of Talladega Nights, and I've probably seen the first twenty minutes of Step Brothers. You get a good um, laugh out of both of them. I'm sure. I'm sure I would. I'm sure I would. I just, I don't know, man. There's something about Will Ferrell. I mean, like, it's just like there's only so much of him I can take. You know, he's. I find him funny. But he's funny. The best movies with Will Ferrell, Ferrell are the movies like uh, Old School, where he is like supporting. Like he's a in there cast. for five minutes and then that's it. Well, I'm no, like... he's supporting a cast of funny people, but he's the only person funny in the way that he's funny. So he he's antics funny, and then there's you need people who are like, uh, what's the guy who's like, I'm a tall drink of water. I got to stretch my shit out. Vince what's his Vaughn? name? Vince yeah, Vaughn. You, like you, yeah, you need like a Vince Vaughn character. Or like a uh, you know you know you know uh, uh, I can't think of it, but there's a bunch of people who out there who are really funny, but in a different type of way and not antics funny. 
I didn't find I found certain things in Bro- Step Brothers funny, but it's cringy funny, and it's not a movie I can personally enjoy for a long period of time. And I'm always baffled by people like this is the best movie ever, you know. And then um, Talladega Nights is also one of those movies. It has some it has a lot of funny moments, but most of the moments are stupid and not funny in a in a good way, you know, kind of like cringy antiquey funny. And it's just like, okay, it's it's very reminiscent of, like, 80s comedy, which I'm not a huge fan of, unless it's, like, um, uh, whatever. Anyway, but, you know. Nerds? Well, even that was, but see, certain things you kind of Police know Academy? Police Academy is another one that I just don't, when I was a kid, maybe when I was, like, 12, I found it funny, but not as an adult, it's not funny. Revenge of the Nerds is only funny because I relate to nerds. Otherwise, it's not funny. It's really shitty, you know? So I don't find the, these two guys together tag-teaming funny. And I, when I saw the trailer for this, I was like, this is trash. Why are we? Why is this still a thing? And I was, like, thinking the same thing. I was like, why It's why, like, why does some? Why does Adam Sandler still exist? Why hasn't he fucking committed seppuku? <laughs> I was going to mention Adam Sandler. And in, to me, he's like a Will Ferrell, you know? It's like, I can't. Yeah, it's the same thing. I can't, almost, I can't do it, me. really, you know? You know, it's like, just... he was never funny before. He had one funny movie when the whole thing was new, and that was uh, with the hockey. You know, what's it called? Uh, Tom, no, no, not Time Boy. Uh, the one with the hockey. He has a hockey stick. Adam Sandler. Yeah. Oh, Billy Madison. Not Billy Madison. That's yeah. another one. That's just like all the other ones. He has a hockey stick. I can't remember what it's called. Anyway, you guys know. What I'm I think it's about. Billy Madison, but it's not Billy Madison. Yeah, he uses the hockey stick as a golf club. No, 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 no. Billy Madison is not the hockey one. Billy Madison is the one where he's the kid. Yes. So you're thinking of Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore, yeah. Happy oh, Gilmore. I'm thinking of that Happy Gilmore, yeah. Yeah, Happy Gilmore was funny to me because it was like really new. You know, it's like you eat pieces. I you eat pieces of shit for breakfast. Like mm-hmm. that it was, stuff was new. That's back funny. Then. That's funny. It was funny because he had good a good co-star. Right. He had a good straight man, not two goofballs. You know. So you know, it's like like to me, a lot of these films are representative of like. Uh, legal, like, uh, legally, legal gun? <laughs> What's it called? Weapon? No, Not the other one. Weapon. Oh. It's the one with the guy who died. Uh, legal, legal gun. That's funny. Legal, you mean naked gun? Naked gun. Oh, Leslie yeah. Teeson. I, I, I thought you meant, like, the one, like, that's lethal weapon, but it's a yeah. spoof. I mean, this is a spoof. It's called Naked Gun. It's basically... Well, no, no, yeah, I, I realize that. Yeah. But that's I a mean, spoof, really, of, you know, older... Older cop shows like Dragnet. It's and, all the same, though. It's yeah. all the same. They're all the same type of comedy. Hot Shots. It's all the same type of comedy. <laughs> right. You know? uh, it's like, that uh, was great. Robin Hood. Yeah, lo- Loaded Weapon is the movie I'm thinking of. But, but anyway, Loaded all Weapon those 1 or something. are in extremes of this type of film. And it's not, it's not funny. It's for the lowest combinator of humor. It's barely funny. It's, you know, this bad story and surrounded by weird moments. You know, and then some funny, some comedy. Anyway, I'm sorry. I always monopolize. Go ahead. No, that's fine. I, uh, I, I. It turns out. So Jamie sent a, in the in the group chat on Facebook. He sent a thing about this, and I thought he was like, "Come on, Blora, let's go see it." Like I thought he was serious, but I actually clicked on what he sent, and it's an article talking about how this movie is awful, and it's getting the worst reviews, both by critics and by just plain old people who went to go see it. And this movie tested so bad that 
I don't know if it's Sony or whoever released it, tried to tried to say tried to give it to Netflix, be like, hey, you guys buy it, and you know, Netflix was like, nah, not nah, huh. dog. So it was so bad, Netflix didn't want it. <laughs> is Netflix a dumping ground now? I mean, it, I guess it tries to be. It sort of is. Um, they try to pretend like they're not, which is, I think, the only thing that saves them. But they're definitely a dumping ground. Oh, I watched a horrible movie on fucking Netflix. But we can talk about that in a minute. But, but, uh, yeah. So this movie, I mean, it's well. James said it all. I mean, these guys. I just, I can't, I can't do it. I, James, I thought you liked all those kind of movies. So no, my my apologies. I do. Yeah, I know you do. Uh, I'm sure I would love this movie. <laughs> you should watch it then. I and, will and, and report back. Um, but yeah, it looks it looks terrible, and apparently it is terrible. Rotten Tomatoes got a, it's got a score of like two. I mean, you know, it's, it's what are people expecting from it though? I mean, this might be exceptionally bad. I mean, brothers, Step Brothers didn't get a Rotten Tomato score of two. It had it, it. It was it's famously a funny film. Even though I don't like it because I don't like that type of humor, this is probably on, on a different level of bad. I'm sure it is. I think you should watch it and let us know. But I'm, I'm sure sorry, it's... the 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 score is nine on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Jesus. What's Rotten Tomatoes for Step Brothers? Uh, let's see. So that came out in two thousand eight, and it's fifty five percent. Yeah. So audience score sixty nine percent. Yeah. So not <laughs> good. Still failing, but Holmes nine percent and audience score twenty eight percent. Yeah. So, okay. so yeah, there's a big difference here. I guarantee, if you watch it, you're gonna be, you're gonna be severely underwhelmed. It's probably just not funny. Either we've all matured, or the comedy's gotten. I think this is more than maturity, though. I think the comedy's just, it's gotten bad, or it's poorly written, or something like that. Because to fail that miserably with two people who are genuinely, genuinely can be funny together doesn't seem like how how. They should at least have that twenty eight percent or that 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 sixty uh, percent. It should be as least as funny as Step Brothers, to me. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, we haven't grown that much as a people. If anything, we've devolved. Yeah, as Evan as Evan said, it's becoming idiocracy, right? Yeah. So so this kind of shit should be you know all the rage. Yeah. But so they probably just fucked up somewhere. Bad direction, yeah. bad acting. So who knows? Bad writing. Who knows? We'll find out sooner or later. Um. Yeah. So. Next up. Oh boy. This is gonna. This isn't really about a movie or anything, but it's entertainment. So there's this later. I'm oh, sorry. Later next year in 2019, there will be a three-day music festival. Held at the original Woodstock site in Bethel, New York. Now they did Woodstock. Yeah, they've done it in a few times. Two thousand or something like that. Late nineties or yeah, ninety nine or two thousand. Yeah, and, um, and it was a disaster. It was an I'm sure it was buffet, literally. Rain I, and rape. That I asked my dad. I was like, it. I was like, Dad, can <laughs> I go to Woodstock? He's like, Uh, no. I was like, it's fine. It's just going for the music. I'll camp. I'll get a tent. I was going to buy my own tickets and everything like that. He was like, no. I was pissed for about a week. And then I totally forgot about it. <laughs> well, now's your chance, Evan. Yeah. 
So they haven't announced who will be there or anything yet. But get this. This is this actually uh made me be like, hmm, maybe I actually want to go. Uh it says that they're gonna have performers including prominent and emerging artists spanning multiple genres and decades. Then they also said they're gonna have talks by leading futurists and retro tech experts. Yeah, all right. Which I thought right. that was interesting. Firefest in Bethel, New York. We'll see. <laughs> Let's get the oh, list. Oh, James, we should go. And if it turns into a fuck fest, oh my God. We're going to be there ground zero. We'll be like, this <laughs> is <laughs> awful. This is awful. I'll panel tweeting dude, live. Dude, we're, Let yeah, that hate we'll, flow. Yeah, we'll love it. We'll love every second of it. Like, look at this. Like, that's great. Yeah. These miserable sops. Yeah, and we won't and at least we won't be trapped on an island or whatever. <laughs> oh jeez. So yeah, it's gonna be August uh August sixteenth through the eighteenth, supposedly. So So plan ahead, folks. Woodstock. I'm sure local hotels are already selling out. We will forget about it until three days after it happens. Mm-hmm. Let's take a van. We'll sleep in the Ooh, van. Maybe Evan, I'm sorry, James can purchase another van that he's going to forget about. Oh, and yeah. we can <laughs> also forget about paying for it, too. <laughs> like, what van? Like, like, bro, it's parked right out there. <laughs> like, nah. Oh, man. All right. So. What do I got to hear next? Ah, uh, yes. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, I took some notes on this one, too. Okay, this is a good one. So, uh, next up, I have this article from uh, Vice. So, this is the 35 most stylish films of all time. So, they're mostly talking about the clothes that people are wearing in these movies, right? So, they have a whole bunch of movies listed. Even the first one is A Clockwork Orange. So, like what Malcolm McDowell and his his droogs are wearing. Yep. Um, they mentioned Train Spotting, Reservoir Dogs, uh, a movie I'm actually familiar with, a Chinese movie called In the Mood for Love, a uh, movie called Drive with Ryan Gosling, which he wears the exact jacket I think you're just talking about, that was made popular by Nazis. Um, no. <laughs> Similar. Yeah. Um, they mentioned Fight Club, of course. They mentioned Heathers, which I may have seen that, but it was so long ago that I would need to rewatch that. That's a Christian Slater one from the either late 80s or early 90s. Um, they mentioned Blade Runner, of course. And they also mentioned, get this, the fifth element, right? How could you not? The, apparently the costume designer for that movie was Jean-Paul Gaultier. Oh, nice. Luke Besson's instructions to Jean-Paul Gaultier for Zorg was Dandy Nouveau Riche Hitler. He nailed it then. (laughs) He fucking nailed it. I was like, oh my god. I was like, that is fucking great. Yeah, he did, exactly. Um... Other movies mentioned Rushmore, American Gigolo. Uh, yeah, I mean, some of these movies I've never heard of. Uh, never a lot of them are like. Drive. I saw that. I downloaded it and watched that recently, actually. It's not a bad movie. It's a, it's okay. Is it actually, or is it like. No. 
It's kind of it's got some action, but it's more a uh, more drama, I guess. Um, I don't want to think about anything. It's good though. It's good. That's right, I'll pass. I'll leave it to you. I, I like don't. This. I don't think James would like it. Yeah. Fight Club, Boys in the Hood. These are good movies. Um, yeah, here's one called La Ain, which means hate. Hmm. <laughs> it came out in 1995. So that's interesting. You think that's the root of the word for uh, anger? Uh, what? A- Ang? Whatever you said, or Hain? I don't know how to spell it. H-A-I-N-E. Hmm, okay. Never mind. <laughs> well, maybe Ain and Hate her. you know. I don't Wall know. Street classic. Yeah, so there's a bunch of movies on here. Uh, take Just check this out when you get a chance. And uh, also... Down below, there's another article, the 35 most fashionable parties of all time. So I didn't get a chance to look at this really too much, but they have a few pictures here and there. And and they list the parties where people attended and were dressed, you know, crazily and blah, blah, blah. And it's, it's just kind of fun. Romeo and Juliet, great movie. Yeah. So, Mike, when you were, you said the French guy's name's Jean-Paul Gaultier or whatever. Mm-hmm. It, it made me think of uh, recently I was watching television and there was a perfume ad on or something like that from uh, a designer that we all know is like Yves Saint Laurent, something like that. Oh, my God. Yeah. But <laughs> those French designer names keep changing and getting like more complex and more slurred together at the same time. Because <laughs> when they said it at the end, it was like Yves Saint Laurent. I was like, what? <laughs> That's not Yves, how you say it. It should be Yves Saint Laurent. Right, yeah, they're like so, but you know, I can see you know talking fast, you know. So, like James when he said, and "We're like what?" And he, you know, he really said whatever he said. I don't remember now. But. If you don't, if you don't understand it though, you're not elite enough. You don't deserve it. True, because it's French and it's fashion. Look it up. You know what else is the is the uh, the center of everything that you love, uh, Evan? Please enlighten me. Well, well, I'm sorry. France is also the center of what? Uh, language purity. <laughs> well, there is that. Um, Pompousness, cooking, armpit odor, cooking, cooking. Uh huh. Well, cooking with butter for sure. All, all the best chefs. I don't know about are that. trained in France. All the best food comes from. I France. mean, if they want that's to think true. they're elite, Period. that's correct. That's but if they just want good food, then there are plenty of uh, better options. Japan, I would say, is probably the center. That's a good one, too. They have a lot more respect. Yeah. Japan is good. Not going to lie. But uh, we all know. France. They're fucking fucking assholes. Only because of the color of your skin. Except for the. Except for the. Except for the. the, See, otherwise, uh, they're cool. No. The guys from the Algiers. Those guys are fucking dope. They're cool. The guys from the Algiers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I see. We went to a bar. Me and Evan went to a bar, and we met a dope guy from the Al- he's like from the Algiers, wherever that is. Do you remember that guy? Nope. Well, I may have it been was, drunk. It was the bar that we went to where you sat on the fucking statue outside. Oh, I on sat the tiny on tiny lion. I I remember being there. I don't Jesus. remember where anyone was from though. Yeah, we met the guy <laughs> from the Algiers. He was talking about soccer the whole time. Yeah, so that's in Algeria. Yeah. Oh, really? Anyway, we met that guy. <laughs> Which is in Africa. Yeah, but One he's a French. He's a, locations. 
He's a Frenchy guy. <laughs> yes, they know? speak French in Algeria. Yeah, because of the conquering. Yeah, so just like he, Morocco and a lot cool. of other places. Yeah. He's pretty, The guy Algerian people are cool. French people, kind of twatty. Spain has good food, too, Mike. Kind of douches. I wouldn't and know, Evan. Thick chicks. Yeah. Thick, thick, thick. Okay. Well, we got to go. Right? Germany has great Turkish food. Yep. <laughs> they have great what? Turkish food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Germany has great Turkish food. Yeah. Yep. It's like, man, Slovenia has great Chinese food. Like, all right, cool. Let's check it out. Would you guys rather do a European tour or a, a tour of Asia? Like Japan, South Korea, Thailand, maybe China? Oof. Or that's a hard one. Germany, France, Italy, Spain, Lithuania, and South Korea, and Thailand. For me, okay. I mean, I love to do the European tour, but Japan—that's mm, a hard one to walk away from. Uh-huh. South Korea—that's my new fucking favorite place. That's true. And Thailand—that's when I turn my phone off. <laughs> I go off the grid. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that is no. also that's horrible and a true statement. So I don't uh... want to be surveilled. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. He's twenty clicks from the Ville. No, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> like... Lady boys. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'll just say that. I'll leave that on the table. So Lady wh- boys. So why is that a thing? So supposedly that's a thing in Thailand, the Philippines, right. and Brazil. I think it's a thing everywhere. Why? Oh, yeah. I think in a place if you if you're in a place where there are pretty men who <laughs> want to dress like women, there will be lady boys. I think it's just famous because we we as foreigners to them cannot look at a an Asian man in makeup and identify tell the difference between an Asian woman because we can barely identify one Asian person from another Asian person. So that's why I think if for mm. us here it's a thing, but I bet you if you went to Japan, it's not a thing. They're like, yeah, it's like they don't even, you know, in Japan, like we have the whole thing with traps and everything like that. So it's a thing that's in Japan as well, but it's not as prominent because their prostitution scene is a way different than Thailand. That's all. Hmm. Well, okay. That's my I expect. A, I expect a full report next week. No. <laughs> On the prostitution scene in Japan. Um, I feel like Gaijin can't take part. (laughs) You can just get the bee stock. Yeah. Apparently this place called... We can go to Soaplands, though. That's where it's at. They're called Soaplands. You go to Soaplands and get your... uh, It's like a complicated bath, though. Lathered up. Hmm. No, no. The Soaplands, they... I mean, you can get your whole nickel... Your nickel knacked. Yeah. And you're patty whacked. <laughs> well, okay then. And then you give a hoe a bone. No, <laughs> right. Okay. I'll All right. It. So next up, uh, back to Netflix. Bird Box. So I've been seeing this talked about everywhere. Uh, I have not watched it yet. I would like to watch it. Um, although, to be honest to me, it looks like a copy of A Quiet Place. It does to me too, Honestly. but I have not watched it. So I feel like they were made in parallel, and then Netflix was like, Who, "Which one should we buy?" 
And then someone said, no, we're going to put this in the movie theater. Like, all right, we'll buy this one. Because it has a main main actor, like a, a head. Like a, a real a real, a person? real actress in it, yeah. yeah it's it more than one stars real Sandra Bullock. Yeah. So. She's not the only real person in it, too. Is that a so fact? I mean, to me, from what I saw, there's a few few also A-class actresses and actors in there where you're like, oh, that's, person, that's a real person. She's been in things, or he's been in things. So I think um, what's Lazy Eye Jones is in there. Forrest Whitaker. Yeah, I think I think he's in it. <laughs> oh, it has uh, what's her name? Sandra. Bullock? I see. It has John Malkovich. It does have Sandra Bullock. John Malkovich. Just what I'm it's John Malkovich, and it has but... and it has Sarah Paulson in it. Okay, yeah. not she, Forrest Whitaker. Not um, everyone probably recognizes her name, but she's been in all the. Um, I won't say all most, if not all of the. American Horror Story. Okay. Shows, so I think she's probably well known from that. Oh, let me let me kick off this evening's this topic sidetrack. So last week we talked about Liam Neeson and the snow movie. Right? Yeah. And I was yes. talking to Claudia about this, and she was like, That's not a real thing. I was like, it is a real thing. She's like, give me the plot. I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, I gave her the plot, and she was like Oh, she's like, that's how all the movies are. I was like, yeah, it could be. I was like, here, let me put one together for you. And I was like, you take a man. He must be from somewhere else. Let's say he's Australian speaking in a poor American accent. And he's a professional Zamboni driver. And his son (laughs) dies in a car accident to gangbangers. And for some reason, each individual gangbanger must come to the ice rink and be dealt away with with the Zamboni in some kind of inventive way. I was like, that's the movie, you know? And and so anyway, we were talking about this. And she said, she said, and I was like, I was like, it's called Taken Cold Ice, you know? And and so anyway, she was like, so we went on that and she said he hasn't been the same since his wife died after Love Actually. And I was like, Whoa, what are you talking about? And I had no idea his wife was in Love Actually as his counterpart. And then she died in an avalanche. And I was like, oh, my God, it's like a real life taken. His wife was taken away by the avalanche. <laughs> and so now he's been working. She said he's been working nonstop on a bunch of trash since like 2003 or whatever, whenever Love Actually was. And I was to like, keep his crazy. mind busy? I guess. I don't know. You know by the maybe- way, your movie is a perfect mix of Sudden Death starring Jean-Claude Van Damme. Oh, shit. <laughs> taken and The Mighty Ducks. Okay, there you go. That's cut. That's gold right there. By the way, just wanted you to know that. Yes, <laughs> that is fucking movie gold. I had no idea about his wife, though. I did not. Know oh, that. in real life, yeah. Yeah, she, she died. That. Yeah, like horribly. Well, not horribly, but horribly enough. Like I don't think it was. I don't think it was an avalanche. I think it was like a skiing accident or something, and she she hit her head, and it was like, no, I'm fine. And then like eight hours later, like she died of like a brain hemorrhage or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's not horribly. That's just poor, very poorly. Not a good way to go, obviously. Dying in general is not good, but, you know. Well, it's inevitable. Yeah. That's what you get when you go for the double black diamond. Oof, poor thing. Poor Liam Neeson. Rich and stuff. Going through loss that everybody has to go through with no money. <laughs> poor guy. <laughs> Let's move on. Michael, what's this? What's happening in 2036? Is that when Star uh, Citizen's coming out? 
So, okay, okay, James, you're going to love this shit. This movie stars Starbuck. Okay. From Battlestar Galactica. Oh, no, 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 I know about this movie. Stop. I don't want to hear about it. I saw, I saw, like, I watched the first, like, 20 minutes, and I was like, no, I got it. It's a hard pass, Starbuck. Your boobies won't carry me through this one. I'm sorry, baby girl. Oh, Katie. Yeah, this movie is awful. I don't know what she's doing. I watched this. I was like, why did they make this? I was like, and why did she agree to be in it? I was like, what is going on here? She hadn't done anything in a while. That's why. Well, she she was in that other TV show after Battlestar Galactica. She was in Longmire or some shit for season upon season. I mean. I'm sure she doesn't want to be in TV show. She wants to be in a movie. And I, you know, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. I, this movie, I was like, I was like, I don't understand what's going on. So either I'm a moron or this movie's like poorly written. So so the premise is, Evans, the premise is an AI. This movie is from the perspective of this AI woman team, but mostly from the AI. So I think the woman's like sister or something or some. Someone, some team goes to the Mars or the moon or something like that, and they get lost. And the woman, Sarah, Sandra, whatever her name is, you know, the chick from Battlestar, and the AI are supposed to be detecting to figure out what went wrong. And that's the, the premise of the movie. I didn't see the rest of it. I stopped after, like, a fair amount. I was like, I can't, you know. It wasn't, Why it wasn't is there good. a board cube on the cover? Yeah, that's a good question. It, it doesn't get better. it's not not, not good like you think it's going somewhere interesting you're like oh shit what the fuck it seems like like, all right cool you read the premise and you're like yeah this might be nice and then you're like wait why is the satellite turning into a weapon system you're like what's going on and 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 then it's like oh yeah all satellites are armed you didn't know that it's like oh what and it's it doesn't even make any fucking sense you're like what is going on in this fucking movie like so you watched the whole thing i did should I watch it? If you well, you do enjoy, enjoy garbage, so as do I. Yeah, let's I be fair. Let's be fair. Garbage, though. It's, it's not. not good it's garbage. not good garbage, but it's an incoherent mess, and it's sad because she's actually kind of her acting is kind of like you can see that she could act, but it's just a poor movie. It just doesn't make any sense. It's yeah. like it's like what is going? You're like what? What is she doing? You're like okay. Like yeah, it doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> it lacks it. It does. It lacks the cohesiveness that basic that basic movies, even bad ones that are bad, good have. You know, like the basic like this is our protagonist. This is the bad guy. We're going from here to there. This movie lacks that. You know what I mean? It does do those things for the parts that I saw, but it lacks even in the very beginning. You're just like, what's happening and why and what? Like you just you spend so much time like what? You know, I'm surprised Michael was able to sit through it. The only good thing about it is that she's in it, you know, and she's hot still, and it's kind of sad. I don't know why she's did it, but here's what I think, okay? Here's what I think. I'm starting to realize that people who live in L.A. and Hollywood, people who are in the industry, don't have any visibility to what the real world likes or doesn't like. Even the actors and actresses, somehow when you become famous, your brain stops, like the pathways in your brain that connect to the populace don't work anymore. So you can't sit in the filming of a movie and be like, this is going to be good or this is going to be bad. Because there's no reason for someone like her to do a movie like this. 
especially if she was in Longmire or whatever. Now, maybe she wants to get back into sci-fi, but there's so many better ways to do that, you know? Like, I don't know why she would do this. It's kind of weird. It's just a strange choice. And you almost want to think she had to know, right? She had to read the fucking thing and be like, yeah, okay. But maybe the money was right. And I was like, is she really desperate for cash? Like, is she living from paycheck to paycheck? Is she that person? Is she me, but famous? Is that possible? Like, what what is happening? Like, why? It's weird. You know? It is is really weird. I can't think of why you would do this unless you just don't understand people. The movie makes sense till about halfway to three quarters of the way through it. And you're like, what is, what? You're like, I don't, I don't get what's going on. Or though, I, I mean, that's even, I'm taking it too far. It doesn't even make sense before that. It really doesn't. So giving it know. too much credit. Yeah. I am giving it too much credit. Right at the beginning. There's like some guy who like wants to go in there with her. And she's, he's just like, no, I can't let you in here, man. Sorry. He's like, I need to complete my investigation. He's like, oh. she's like, you don't work here, beat it. And it's like, <laughs> like I'm like, how does this guy get past security? Like, like what yeah. is this guy, you know, like, it doesn't it's, make any sense. That's yeah, that's what I mean. It's a lot of that kind of stuff. I'd forgotten about that guy, but yeah, you're right. It's like right in the beginning, this guy's trying to access like some sec- and I was like, dude, you telling me how many layers of security are there before you get to the world changing quantum computer AI in twenty thirty six? You know, like I can't walk into a room where they might be talking about the possibility of pin testing a computer system that is seven layers removed from actionable intelligence and something thing in an offsite facility where they're not talking about any of that shit. I can't even walk in those places. So what the fuck? How did this guy just wandering off the street? He's like some contractor. You know, he's like, I need to do my investigation or whatever. I was like, dude, it's so sketchy. It's just weird. The whole thing is very odd. and It's a lot of non-common sense stuff from people who just have never been outside of Hollywood to a real place and didn't bother asking anyone, which is always shocking. You know, yeah. you see a movie or something, you're like, oh, I can tell they didn't ask anyone in the military about this. They didn't even take the time to say what kind of type of uniforms the military wear. You know, it's like you watch a movie and you see the soldiers are wearing some gray combat BDU where they're like, oh, where they put your class A's on. And they put on some gray dress shirt. And you're like, what is this? Like, what are they wearing? Just it's it's public information. Just Google it. You know? <laughs> Ask any soldier. There's no soldiers wandering around Hollywood, nothing to do. Fuck. Go to a mall. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right, so what do we have next here? Over, uh, well, I think we'll we'll leave origin unknown here. Un- it need it needs to remain unknown. I think so. The last last quick mention of entertainment. Okay, sure. Um, Orville returns tonight. Oh, oh nice. So that should be good. Evan, are you going to catch it live? <clears throat> um, he's like probably not. Probably not, but maybe. Fox? Yes, yeah. at least it was. As far as I know, nothing has changed. It should still be. Still be. I won't see it live either. I don't have a TV. Yeah. Okay. I just I don't have a link or anything. I just I actually remembered from last week. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's on Fox tonight. You're right. What time? Uh, Nine p.m. Eastern. Doesn't doesn't say. Slipping with their advertising. Yeah. When is Star Trek come back? January 19th, I think. 
17th, 19th? I think 19th. Looking forward to that, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll be good. We'll see. All right. So, Atlas. So, Why don't you navigate us through this story, James? Um, not much to tell. There's no links. Um, I will put videos in the show notes for any gamers who want to go watch these videos. Um, but for the most part, it's just me, my quick synopsis. So I have not played Atlas. I was interested in it. I told you guys that last week, but then it was a huge, big oof, as they say, as the zillennials say. It was a big, big bada oof. Oh, that's <laughs> that's that game that's based on Ark or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a it's a reskinned Ark with some different game mechanics for ship for for ships basically. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, it's a total reskin of Ark. Um, so more came out about that. Uh, they made a few more mistakes. The whole whole other levels of sketchiness with the servers and stuff like that. But the game is actually fun. So apparently it takes up to five hours to leave the starting zone because the lag and rubber banding is so brutal. Like, cause you have to, you have to do a certain level of grinding to get out of the starter zone. So like to get out of the starter zone, you have to make a raft to get the raft. You need 80 fiber, 80 wood. Da, 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 da. So that means you have to walk around the place and you have to grind up wood, fiber, rope, this, that, the other thing. Um, you have to get food and berries and stuff for survival. They have a very ridiculous diet system that kills you non-fucking-stop, um, where you have to have meat, and everything's color-coded. So meat is red, blue is fish, purple is, like, berries, and then, like, yellow is, like, turmeric and things like that, and spices. So you have to have these certain spices in, cert- in perfect balance. If you don't, your vision goes blurry, you can't see anything, like, down to, like, a little speck on the screen you can see through, and you can't hear anything. It's really bad. It's a really brutal system. Apparently much more brutal than Ark's survival system. Um, so imagine trying to compete in that system and having to drink water and everything else, like go find water, and also pick up mats, as they say, materials for vehicle to build a raft with lag and constant rubber banding. But then once you leave the island, after the five to seven hours of grinding and getting stuck in a rubber banding loop just trying to walk down the street, once you leave the island, the game is supposedly terrifically fun. It's supposed to be everything that Sea of Thieves is supposed to be. The shipbuilding is honestly epic. Um, You can place cannons anywhere in your ship. You can hire... NPC pirates that do your job, do the job, and do any job you want them to do. Um, they help automate things. It's honestly a very fun game. Um, with this, using a multi-shard server system that has 150 players per server, and then a total of 40,000 players across the entire web, whatever you want to call it, matrix of shards. I don't know, and you can sail from one shard to another. So kind of interesting concept. Um, I don't know if Ark did the same thing, but it must have done some variation of it because um, although in Ark you could just like pick a different server and people had hosted their own servers, which you can do in this as well, that aren't connected to the network. Um, but uh, yeah, still fun, interesting concept. So uh, I don't know. I'm going to keep watching it. I, I, I'm, I may, it comes, the price, it's, the sale is over on the third, 
and it goes from it goes like 36 bucks or something like that so i might pick it up even though i don't have a job and i should save my money because i kind of want to play it but at the same time nobody in my group wants to play it so i'm, I'm kind of torn but I f- i'm afraid the price will skyrocket and go to 60 bucks once they realize once they fix the major server side issues so i don't want to play it right now but i'm not sure if i'll get it or not maybe i will we'll see i'll give you some some alone time to yeah. enjoy a game that you want without being hassled or harassed or called a dickhead <laughs> a, cock, a cock smoker yeah cock smoker that's what i was i was which searching I, for it yeah which i get i get that a lot um but uh yeah friends are great yeah so, um yeah that's atlas and uh kind of interesting but we'll see uh next up we talked about last week tarkov and the copyright strikes and scandalous behavior and all kinds of good stuff well, ITAR? Huh? And the ITAR, yeah, ITAR violations. Well, apparently the internet's fickle. All is forgiven. Uh, uh, what? They released, yeah, in, in a one-week period of time, they Fuck released version 0.11, which includes the Terra Labs release, a bunch of new mods and things for the game, and all every streamer that hated their guts, except for the guy who's vowed to never play them again, is now on the cock again. And they're like, yeah, this game's so great. I'm having a great time. And I gotta say, the gameplay looks fucking amazing. <laughs> you you been playing it? Uh, I downloaded it again. I haven't played it yet. Uh, I did go in. My, my favorite thing to do in Tarkov is the gear Jenga, I call it. Or the gear Tetris. Which is just organizing gear in your room. So I've been having a great time doing that. They gave the, another thing is they gave a free Christmas present way after Christmas because they knew they fucked up. So everybody who played the game got like some crazy gun and a bunch of crazy shit. You know, James so, is like one of those cats. Like you buy him a nice bed, but he likes they play with the box. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm James does actually like playing the game. He just he just wants to rearrange his gear. That's yeah, it. <laughs> it's sad. That's what I do. You know, that's fucking so great. I spent like almost two hours doing that a couple days ago. It was great. Um. Like that was fun to me. So anyway, yeah, um, you should play Prison Architect. <laughs> the <laughs> the interesting thing about Terra Labs is this is the first version of the game. The, so, so the game is, if you don't know anything about Tarkov, it's a bunch of different f- kind of PvP zones where the whole idea is you go into the zone. You have one hour, around one hour, one hour to half an hour to forty five minutes depending on the zone, and the only way to get out of the zone is to extract. So normally you walk up to a gate or something that's been previously indicated, but they're not marked on the game, so you have to know where they are. And then if the extraction is open, you can go and extract. And a timer will count down, and then you exit the game, and you can keep what you exited with. If you stay in the game past the extraction time, then you run out of time. You know, And you, you just consider MIA, you get no XP and nothing, and that's it. You're just dead. Your character disappears, and that's it. You come back to the game with nothing. So, uh, you want to extract. Normally, you could just walk up to them. In Terra Labs, all the extractions are like, it's inside a laboratory underground. So, the extraction points are like, press this button inside the control room. That will start two spinning lights on the other side of a very large parking garage riddled with cars and detritus. That will Those lights will spin and a parking garage door will open. And then a very loud speaker will start blaring in Russian. I'm opening the door. Please be alerted or something along those lines. I don't know what exists. It's speaking in Russian. 
but it's very loud and clear and can be heard throughout the entire facility. So everyone knows if someone turns on, so the extractions are three elevators that have to be repowered or two gates that have to be opened, two garage doors that have to be opened. If someone opens any of the gates or powers on the thing, there's an audio an, uh, an, an audio alert. And if you know what it's saying in Russian, you know what was opened and who was where. So what normally people do is they, they go in, they press the power to turn it on, and then the alarm starts going off, and then they run away from there and go to the next place to go wherever they're going to do so they have that position to fall back to and escape from. When that they did something else though, they introduced the Raider Scavs. So Scavs are these AI characters who normally they're just kind of like really dumb, like they stand around, they'll shoot you, whatever, they'll attack you, but they're easy to kill. You know, they're a nice substitute if there's no PV, no players in the game, or if the players are just lurking around, not engaging each other. The the Raider Scavs in Terra Labs are fucking bosses. All of them are bosses. They're all hard, they're heavily geared, all with like Gen 4 armor and all crazy stuff. So if you kill them, you're getting good gear. But it's hard to play there. So what happens is Terra Labs, all the 40 plus players, level 40 plus, and then everybody else is playing in the under in the regular areas now because the Terra Labs is too hard. But I think it's cool. It's an interesting game mechanic. So am I playing it? No. Might I play it one day? Maybe. I don't know. Um, if you lose gear in Terra Labs, you can't get it back, unlike the other areas. So I don't know. It's just a high risk area they put in the game. I gotta say, outside, and this is the worst thing is this reiterates how good Battlestate Games is at creating this game, and how bad they are at everything else involved outside of like making a game. So hmm. yeah, that's that. Um, this other one I didn't put an article because I don't want you guys to see it because we Soldier Boy. About this. Yeah, oh, you know about this, right? Evan? No, I just, I know no, his I song. No, I just know, crank that, yeah. Okay, so. <laughs> let's go, boys. Where we dropping? Okay. Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy, tell him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's going to tell us. So, if you don't know this, about two months ago, Soldier Boy decided, I want to make video games. Let's go. And there's no one I can think of who's more capable, by the way. And qualified. Yeah. So, Soldier Boy. Other than yourself. Yeah. So, Soldier Boy is famous for like going to like CES and game shows and like 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 a E3 and stuff like that. And there's a lot of pictures of him playing games and being really interested in esports and all that kind of stuff. He's from a generation of kids who sat on the couch and played video games. You know, the 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 beginning of Nintendo generations. So, uh. He decided he's going to make a website, and he was going to make his own game console. So he did release call a console. console called the Soldier Console. I think it's called Soldier Console. What? And it looks like a PlayStation 4 uh, with a playstation controller, but it has 3,000 games already built on it that he got that, uh, you know, he... There, it's all your favorite games. A lot of games you're gonna know and love. A lot of Nintendo games, a lot of old school Nintendo and NES games. And he released it, and he was selling it for like three ninety nine, marked down to one forty nine, right on the first day of release. He posted on his Twitter account. He said, "Thank you so much, whoever bought the first copy of the Soldier Console. I'm so proud. You made me cry. You're making my dream of of being in the game world, the game industry, come true." 
So, you know, as a black man, as a fellow black man, I was proud. You know, I was like, good on you, brother. No, I wasn't. I wasn't. But as I was, a skeptic, I knew better. Yeah, as a skeptic, I knew better. <laughs> he was like, he was like, his whole thing was like, a black man making good. No, 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 no. Okay. I saw this and I was like, oh, that's a Chinese knockoff console with illegal games and software on it. <laughs> of course, the internet also knew that too. People started posting about this and making videos about it. And apparently people had bought this console previously because it's existed on AliExpress and on Alibaba for years. And if you, some guy had one, and I wish I could find that video, he opened, it's a normal size plastic box. It looks like a PS4. You open it and inside is a chip this big, the size of a fucking cell phone mm-hmm. inside this box that is the size of a fucking, of two keyboards side by side. Inside that whole box is one tiny circuit board and the rest of the box is fucking hollow and cords run out of it in all directions. And of course it has RCA on it because fuck, why not? It's 2018. You better have that RCA be. Um, Does it have HDMI? No. It just has RCA. Uh huh. I think it has S video as well. Because <laughs> gotta have that super video, son. Got to, because it's 2018. Ah! So you're not uh, gaming if you're not using a CRT. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's what he was selling, and people were eating it up. People were buying it. So he said, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna do one better, baby." He started selling the Soldier Pods, which is his version of AirPods. Uh. I'm gonna call them soldier beats, but they weren't. They're just there's like, there's so many fake AirPods out there. They're like about thirty bucks. Yeah. yeah. So he so, was selling that, I guess. Yeah, selling those. Yeah. He's selling a fake Beats headset that was a Soldier Boy headset. Mm-hmm. He's selling a fake Soldier Game Boy. He's fe- selling a flip open, a tiny flip open Soldier Boy console or what it was. I don't know. He had a Soldier tablet, and then he had a Soldier phone. That was some kind of Android mobile phone. Android phone. You realize I have to buy all these things now, right? So I saw them and I was like, I kind of want to buy a lot of this just to have it because it's so crazy. Yeah. You know? So if you go to the website, and I couldn't find his website, but I will find it and post it. Okay? If you go to his website, you can find everything now except for the consoles. Okay? So people were telling Soldier Boy on Twitter... And making videos about it. And Soldier Boy, of course, he's Soldier Boy. He doesn't give a shit. He sees the videos with a picture of him in the thumbnail showing his console. He's like, hey, everybody's celebrating my success. He starts posting these videos. He's automatically reposting all these videos. He probably <laughs> has someone he works for him doing it. And all the videos are negative. He doesn't realize it. Because he's fucking Soldier Boy, not a real human being. So he's just reposting <laughs> these people's shit. Okay? Uh-huh. So oh, he's got he, fake Apple Watches. Yeah, he's got an Apple Watch too. Yeah, yeah. Oh shit! You found it. You found the thing, Michael. Yeah, I sent you guys the link. Oh, nice. There we go. Good. Soldierwatch.com. That's it. Yeah, Soldierwatch. Yeah. Wow. So, okay. Yeah. What the yeah, fuck? Go to, yeah, go to catalog. There you go. Yeah. This is fantastic. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even make sense. No. And everything's on sale. It's always on sale. There's always a sale. $20 for the watch? Come on. That's an but, instant buy. But 200 for the phone. Does Soldier it only phone work H- with that phone? <laughs> HT70. Let's see. What's the HT70? 
phone. That's not it. Let's see. It's called a Hom Tom. <laughs> what the fuck? Evan, the phone is called. It's not even a Huawei or anything. It's called a Hom Tom. Love it. Oh my god. Yeah, they're on. They're on Amazon. Wow. Jesus Christ. It's like Soldier Boy wears his new song, wears his new watch in his video Oversea Drip. And in the thumbnail for the video, he's wearing like a fucking iced out Rolex. Not that watch at all. Oh, Jesus. And the video looks like it was produced by, I don't know, like me. Like I made it. Ha! That's awesome. Poor, poor Soldier Boy. Hey, how can we get in on the scam? So here's here's what I was saying earlier. There's so many good scams and hustles out there. We too busy trying to play this game the right way. I we told you to I wanted scamming. to make a hoser website full of ads. So I was I've been so I, this is a little sidetracky right here. Coinhosers.info. But no. <laughs> I I've been listening to a podcast called Um Founder, okay? It's the word founder with that with with no e at the end. It's just f o u n d r, and it's by this Australian guy. I think his name Nathan Chan or something. He's like Asian Australian, but um, it's the best podcast. Honestly, the best podcast next to our podcast. Imagine if our podcast didn't have us in it, but had a really interesting, intelligent guy talking to really interesting, intelligent people and asking them on how they were successful. That's what founder is. So. As good as our show, but way better, actually. Link. Um, yeah, I'll get it. Uh, but anyway, on the Founder Podcast, he talks about these kinds of hustles. And he's like, he's like, it's not really good, but somehow it works, you know? <laughs> but it's not a good thing. Like, you know, they're talking about it at several different shows. Um, yeah, that's it. With Nathan Chan, that's his name. But it's a good podcast, and it's definitely enjoyable. If you want to hear, like, it's... It's one of the few shows I've listened to. I started at one, by the way. I started mm-hmm. at one. I'm on to number seven right now. I have not even listened to the new stuff, but it's worth your it's worth your time. It's a good it's a good podcast. It's an excellent podcast, actually. Um, so I give this my like, if I was a score podcast from one to one hundred, I would say my favorite podcast, which is a shit one, which is. My favorite murder is like a 49. This is like a 97. That's how good, how highly I think of this podcast. Unfortunately, I think it's very subjective. It probably is. It probably is. And I'll be honest with you. I don't listen to a lot of podcasts like I used to. I listen to a VR podcast, which is pretty good. And I listen to This Week in... I don't listen to the murder podcast anymore. I don't listen to This Week in Tech at all. I don't listen to any of that stuff. I don't either. I kind of wish I did, but I have. I have. I don't. Been. I don't. Those I are just... like security now stuff that it gets really boring. You can binge on it for a while, but then it falls off. Yeah, it's to me. I find all those podcasts extremely boring. There was the one I liked was This Week in Google because it had the two people on it were very interesting. But now Gia Trapani isn't on it anymore, and the other guy I don't know if he does it anymore. It's just not fun anymore. It's not a good show. Um, and I never found Leo Laporte interesting. He's a very boring guy. He's a good host, but he needs other people to play off to make him valuable. Otherwise, he doesn't have any value to me. This guy, though, 
Um, if you listen to from the beginning, and I think Michael, you will agree here because I think you like quality things deep down in your heart. Um, this guy Nathan Chan is actually a really good podcast. James, I like two things: mustard and trash. <laughs> no quality things and garbage. Well, then you'll like this. There's no middle ground. Because you can see this guy, and, and and I would say I'll say this, and this is the last thing I'll say about this because I did want to continue talking about Soldier Boy, but his podcast is the reason it's good to listen from one because when he starts the podcast, he's 18 months into the magazine called founder magazine. Mm -hmm. So he had just, he's working his full-time job. He does the magazine during lunch and he does a podcast during lunch and he does a magazine when he's not working. So he's trying to kick this business off and he's, we're experiencing that with him. So about around episode seven, I think, is when he's like, this is my first time. I just left my business. I left my job, my full-time job, and now I'm doing founder 100% of the time. And he's just like into that, and it's like really, really powerful and interesting, the stuff he's talking about. And you're just like, you're like listening to him talk, and you're like, you kind of see his struggle, you know? And I think that connection is nice because he goes from being like somebody with lots of doubt and like you can hear it in his voice to being someone who's like, Okay, I think we got this. I think we're doing things. And you know that he's working really hard to get it there. So the Founder Podcast is connected to the Founder Magazine, and it's his magazine. It's a digital magazine um, that you can buy on the uh, Apple newsstand and hmm. Apple newsstand store or whatever. Um, anyway, so Soldier Boy, uh, he said he posted a bunch of tweets how everyone's hating on him. Nintendo ain't going to do shit. Nintendo does not sue anybody. Nintendo's extremely litigious. Extremely litigious. They sue people all the fucking time. They don't fuck around. They don't like you saying the word Nintendo in a negative way. Okay? They just sued a ROM company and his pro his his the soldier pad or whatever the fuck it's called, it it's filled with ROMs. Okay? And inaccuracies. It has a picture of Tomb Raider on the front of the box, but Tomb Raider's not in the game, not in there. <laughs> it has a picture of uh it's not Street Fighter. It's the Tekken, but Tekken's not in there. It's just a super sketchy ass thing, and it's kind of it's kind of sad and shocking that he doesn't know that this is like this could be a bad thing, you know. And no one working with him was like, "Yo, bro." Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of crazy. Like he, I can tell he has a bunch of idiots around him. I almost want to write him an email and say, "Look, man, do you need help? I'll help you out." You know, because he just doesn't know. And he doesn't, and, and the thing is, so they say this in the Founder Podcast, this is something I've known for a very long time, because I it, it affects me constantly. I am surrounded by very smart people when I was at my previous job and among some of my friends. And what I've learned is, it's okay to not be the smartest person in the room. The key thing is to know that you're not the smartest person in the room and be willing to ask the smarter people. You know, and that's what they say about CEOs and business and in businesses. You don't, you, as a CEO, you don't have to be the smartest person in the room. You just have to know how to get the smartest people in the room, or not be afraid to ask the smarter people and turn that into something that's worthwhile. So, I've known that for a long time. But the thing is, you can tell in Soldier Boy, he doesn't have that. Like he has a bunch of money, and he's like making shitty content and posting tweets and stuff. But he's at the tail end of his like. I have money, and he's trying to turn that into something else, but it's not good. 
So at the so anyway, he had this soldier the thing. Then most recently, he came out with this horrible birthed out garbage offspring of. It's called the Fuse Soldier Boy Fuse. The game the, console. Yeah, it's a game console called the Fuse. Fuse box, Fuse something. Another Chinese knockoff clone, but it's half PS4, half. It has has uh, Xbox controller, PS4 styling. That console was all original. It wasn't his. It was a like a, a something made by like a Chinese manufacturer. I think it's called Ambico or Ambo or something. That I in a video I saw earlier talking about it. But but that was an all original product, and they that company had licenses with a few game manufacturers to make a few games. So they had a bunch of games, and he had access to that. If he had kept that on the store and marketed it correctly and pulled the other stuff, he might have been okay. You know, and if he had just kept that, if he had just gone with that in the beginning and said, I'm going to start small with this, I'll use my popularity to gain some support, and then I'll build games for this, and this will be my launching point, he could have done something. But instead, he did this other fucking sketchy shit, and he, he, if, it was a fuck up. You know, so now all the consoles are gone. The Fuse console was up there, it's gone now. So, um, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen, Soldier Boy. There's a rumor around saying that he's getting 10 years in jail. That's not going to happen, that's not true. But uh, the fact is, he's probably getting uh, get sued for lots and lots of money. He said on on Twitter he's made five hundred million dollars off this. I don't believe that. I think that's a lie. I think a lot of a lot of his a lot of Soldier Boy is a lot of lies. Honestly, <laughs> um, this doesn't make any sense. What? I mean, this whole thing. It makes sense. It'd be like if Steven Seagal came out with a new game console. This is you'd be like you'd be like, what are you talking about? So Steven Seagal... It, or a new it, series of stick knives. You're like, yes, okay. That would be something Steven, I can see Steven Seagal doing. Or like a new, ver, a new martial arts. A new martial art. Well, that would be expected. And, this, and ridiculous. Equally as ridiculous, since he's a fat, slubbingly piece of shit. <laughs> who eats true. carrots in a weird way, with both hands. <laughs> I was just thinking about that. <laughs> that is true. But, I mean, yeah, it doesn't... It'd, it'd be more like if Steven Seagal's like, try my new soup. You'd be like, what? Like, like <laughs> That would be, you know what? But if he did that, I'd be like, okay. Like, it makes sense because celebrities do that. The problem with Soldier Boy is he's not really that big a celebrity. He's just like, he was a was famous rapper from a few years ago who is not famous, really famous anymore. And his new music is like subpar at best, you know? So... And, and and a gaming console is so huge that like coming out with a new soup is not that big. Like I said, it, it would be akin to Steven Seagal inventing a martial arts system, which is huge, you know, or saying I'm building the fucking. Oh, no, I'm building a car. I'm going to start selling my own brand of cars. It'd be ridiculous if that happened. That's as equally as ridiculous. That's about the right fit. You know, mm-hmm. because it's it's insane. Like, what do you know about cars? And also on the founder podcast, I found out you can license a car design from someone and sell it to another country. No big deal. It's totally a thing. That's the the number episode seven is about that. It's about Tom Car and Israeli, the Israeli Humvee. Basically, they're now selling it in Australia to defense apart to the, the Australian Defense Department. Really? Yeah. Some guy and his dad were like, "We want to retire," and we his dad's like, "I want a retirement business," and they said, "Let's go to Australia. Uh, uh, let's go to Israel and look at this car." They look at the Tom car. They're like, this is nice. 
and they said, let's take it back to Australia. And seven years later, they got their own car company iterating on that same version, making new cars. It's fucking weird, dude. It, it's it's so fucking mind. <laughs> it's like so mind exploding, you know, mind bottling the things you can do. Why does Soldier Boy next to his name? It says Draco. That's another name he calls himself. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> he is a wizard from the Harry Potter universe. That's probably what he thinks. I mean, I mean that's that's this. fine. I can I'll start calling myself new shit. Oh, whatever. My grandmother calls herself Madge. Her name is her, Maggie. Her, oh, her Majesty? No, just Madge. No, her Majesty. <laughs> so, the point is, you can reinvent yourself, call yourself new shit. Shit, that girl I dated, she's like, I don't want to be called Katie, I want to be called Kate. Like, all right, cool, go for it. Yeah, but that's just whatever. That'd be like if I was like, don't call me Mike, I'm Michael. I'm like, okay, fine. Or or the other way around, you know, it doesn't matter. I mean, yeah. if I was like, now y'all need to call me Mouse Cop. It's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> number one, that'd be dope as fuck. And number two, <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> all right, we got to come up with something else, but... All right, we gotta come up with something. Our, our twenty nineteen names. You already right? did it. You already, you already picked it out. No, but that's you. that's from something. I can't I can't use that. You know, that's that's from something. So just I call you MC right now. <laughs> hmm. You gonna start calling me that? Yes. Okay. Actually, no, I won't. Michael, just like if you asked me to start calling you Michael, I'd probably I probably wouldn't. It yeah, feels I wrong. Called you Mike. I haven't called you Mike. Yeah, well, it depends on the person. Yeah. It depends on and when we met you and how you introduced yourself. Right. Or how you were introduced. Yeah, probably. Right. I don't remember ever remember telling anyone my name is Mike, but, you know. Probably a teacher in high school. Look, Blower. Yes. I'll, I'll give you to January 1st to come up with a new, your, your 2019 name. Okay. I'll allow it. I'll allow a name change under these certain parameters that you have until January 1st. Midnight. For all of us or just for me? For you. Oh, okay. I thought we could all do a, you know. Oh, we can. Satisfied. So, but under these new stipulations, does he just need like one replacement name or a full five name replacement? Ooh. Well, we'll let you keep your last name. So come up with four new ones. It's got to be good, Michael. Don't just throw some shit together. It's got to be good. I've got to be thrilled when I hear it. Mm. No, otherwise we're going to go, we're staying with Blower and Michael. And Mike. Okay? It's got to be good. Think about it. Take your time. Alright. Alright. Homework assignment assigned. If Michael um, comes up with a bad one, we'll do a poll for his new name. <laughs> yeah, we'll decide. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I, uh, first I thought you misspelled your own name, but then I realized you said... <laughs> <laughs> oh, James rant? That was James rant? Um, <laughs> like, what an idiot! I like that, Michael. Good job. <laughs> All right, look. So. Goms rant. Goms rant, yeah. Goms. Um, goms? You're doing a great time. <laughs> Like full on red faces, <laughs> hands covering everything. They're dying. They're having a great time. You guys are missing out. 
All right, all right. Uh, so, please proceed. Basically, I'm going to try to make this a very short ramble, okay? Um, uh-huh. 20, 2018 has not been a great year for games. I think it has been a good year for games in the most general sense. I mean, we saw the Cyber Summerpunk 2077 trailer, lots of new, cool, groundbreaking stuff for a lot of different games out there. Um, I saw a Quake ad on Instagram today, which is fucking weird. Um, oh, yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> I yeah. thought about Evan. It was like, Quake, now free. I was like, Quake's been free for a while, buddy. Um, what about uh, Fortnite? Yeah, Fortnite's fucking huge. I don't know why. When did, but you when know did PUBG come out? Over a year. Uh, over a year ago, okay. but PUBG, you know, we can go into hours talking about PUBG and its problems. But Fortnite did what PUBG couldn't do, which was made a good game that's not full of bugs and a mess. Um, as much as I say they, oh, they stole it, they took something that was good and made it way better, and made it playable and not a crashy, buggy piece of trash. So I'm not mad at them for that. Good on them. Good on them. Um. But I will say when it comes to the big game producers, EA, Activision, Bethesda, Blizzard, the struggle is real. The struggle is real. Blizzard famously comes out with a WoW mobile game or Diablo mobile game to take a shit in the mouths of all the fans. You know, better to come out with nothing than a reskin to Chinese mobile game and call it Diablo. Um, not good. Not a good look. Do better. Okay. Um, EA is just fucking EA. Microtransactions, wallet rape, no originality, destroying good games, tentpole games, just destroying them by being corporate America and capitalism, capitalist, you know, which on themselves aren't bad, but their nature is to put, uh, shareholders first over consumers and get away with everything you can because short-sightedness is rewarded in that environment and not long-term thinking and creating a brand. Uh, so they dropped, I think they lost like 90% stock. Wow. Now they dropped 90% over the year or something like that. It's a huge, a huge, taking a huge hit. Activision taking a huge hit. Uh, and their game did the best among the tentpole games, among the big tentpole games. But across the board, a lot of their games failed poorly, did very bad. Um, but uh, Black Ops did better, uh, but even in doing better, it did worse, which is kind of weird, but it, that's how it is. Um, probably because it's major competition's free, you know? And they can't, they're, they're late to the party, I think. They're late to the whole uh, Battle Royale party. So, and I think most big game companies don't get it yet. Like, every year there's, like, a Minecraft, a PUBG, a Fortnite. Next year it'll be something else, you know? It'll, we don't know what it'll be, but it'll be something else next year. So, you know. Uh, then you got Bethesda. Jesus Christ. I don't know if you guys have been keeping up with Bethesda. Um, and and uh, Fallout 76. <laughs> I know it was widely agreed to be a garbage game. Yeah, so... Uh, I have not, so... Fallout 76, I saw the trailer for it, and I was like, this is not going to be good. Because how are they going to control... How are they going to keep it from turning into rust? But little did I know, 
if the game turned into rust, that would have been the best case scenario for them. But it didn't even get that far. They did a lot to control PvP, and they keep you from getting into PvP you don't want to. You can just ignore it. But PvP players are a type of person that you want to keep happy to some extent. So that's one group they failed. Then just the core fan base totally missed it. The core fan base for those games wants to play a single-player game. They don't care about multiplayer. They want a good, long, single-player story that forwards the lore of those stories, of those games they've been playing. But it's like Bethesda forgot that or something. I don't know what happened. They just forgot, and they were like, no, we're gonna, we have to be multiplayer because that's like the thing now, right? Like, we're not going to do single-player. So they birth you, they birth your character to this world where there are no NPCs. You know, take whatever, take Umbridge, whatever you want with Chris Roberts. Chris Roberts said Star Citizen is going to have 90% NPCs, 10% players, because the world needs to appear alive. So what you have in Fallout is this really beautiful reskin. Okay, I'm going to call it a reskin, because to me as an outsider, it looks that way. To me, it looks like... So Fallout 4 had all these visual problems, but modders, because Fallout has a huge modding community, the modders took all of this took all of the all, all all these different tools and fixed the game's visual quality. They did stuff to fix the lighting and they added the dynamic lighting into the game and they added dynamic shadows. They did all these things to turn Fallout 4 into this really beautiful game. Same thing they did with Skyrim. It's really beautiful when you add a lot of mods into it. So I feel like they took all of that known knowledge and they dumped it into Fallout 76 and made this really beautiful landscape, this really beautiful world with new textures, new creatures, new things. And then they took all the life out of the world so there's no NPCs in the world. There's just broken mobs, like headless mobs that are T-posing, floating in the sky, fucking robots flickering in and out of existence, you know, and things stuck crammed halfway in walls. It's honestly, the some of the bug supercuts of Fallout 76 are fucking amazing. Like, they're beautiful in their madness. Um, there's lots of complaints about it, about how beautiful the game is, but how poorly executed the story is. There isn't a story. The story is told through tape recordings and whatnot, you know, that you find around the place, you know, which is kind of weird. I hate it when games do that because I'm like, how am I, how did all these people know we better leave a tape? You know, like, I can't find a tape of myself anywhere. Where are my tapes? You know? Anyway. <laughs> so, lots of problems. If you yeah. find this, I'm dead. Yeah. No. Or I could be at the <laughs> grocery store. I recorded it before and I don't know. Yeah. Um. So, then the other debacle was the canvas bag. Canvas bag gate. Okay? Honestly, this is not a problem to me. It was just one of those things that happened, and I think it happened at the wrong time for Bethesda. So after all the problems with with, with Fallout Four, uh, after Fallout seventy six, there was this Ultimate Collector's Edition pack. It was like two hundred dollars. It came with the head of uh, the head of the power suit armor that you could actually wear, and it came with it came with a canvas carrying bag, and the marketing material said plastic head, a wearable head with light up interior of the power armor suit and canvas carrying bag, along with a couple other odds and ends. Well, when you get the pack, the fucking bag is nylon. It's a cheap nylon bag. 
So people who paid $200 for this collector's edition are rightfully pissed, you know? Now, I think, honestly, this could have been overlooked, but now there's this whole level of cheap chintziness surrounding <coughs> the game. And so people start complaining. They complain to Bethesda, and the company who manages this for Bethesda just says, basically, get fucked. Okay? They don't say get fucked, but they say, sorry, there were cost overruns. We don't have Canvas. We're out of... The Orientals are out of Canvas. They basically say we're out of Canvas. <laughs> you can't find Canvas anywhere. Sorry, B. And so people are like, unacceptable. And anyway, long story short, the internet explodes, and now they're getting Canvas bags, everybody. Um, but not before. They said, well, instead of giving you Canvas bags, we'll give you $5 of in-game money. <laughs> Which all you can do with the $5 of in-game money is buy things at the microtransaction shop. And they were like, people were like, get fucking wrecked. So the internet explodes, and now people are either getting their money back or they're getting canvas bags. Um, so you think, okay, they learned their lesson, dude. Come on, <laughs> dude. They've got it together. Well, there are a lot of stupid people in the world. Um, some some people bought something called Nuka Rum. The Nuka Rum, you heard about the seven? No, I I know of Nuka Cola. Okay, so Nuka Cola is the drink in the game. Okay, it's one of the brands in the in the Fallout franchise. So someone if someone Bethesda had this bright idea of making an alcohol brand called Nuka Rum and selling it in this designer bottle that looks like a Nuka Cola bottle. So if you look at a Nuka Cola bottle looks like an olden times Coca Cola glass bottle with fins on the bottom because it's like a rocket ship. It looks like a rocket ship. Like a cola, if a cola bottle was a 50s rocket ship. So someone said, we're going to make a Nuka-Cola bottle and call it Nuka-Rum and put alcohol, high-quality alcohol in it. Yo. Yo. Man, you know what? I'm not good at my job. I should find this video for you. If you see the video of the bottling process of Nuka-Rum, they what they do is, when people got the bottle, they were like, yo, this isn't a glass bottle. This is plastic. <laughs> so they open it, and they see inside. Uh, oh, I did hear a, about this. Yeah, they open it. They see inside. There's a glass bottle inside. Inside the glass bottle. Okay. When they, they show the, the, the bottling process, and they have the nerve to actually show this on the website. Are you over 21? Yes. Let me just go in here. And I hate they have a video here of it. Of them making it they show the the bottling process and it is literally them taking a glass a generic glass bottle of rum and there's a sign on the glass bottle like the kind of a military stencil sign it looks the cheapest thing possible and it says nuka dark rum you know on a sticker on the glass bottle and in and that is pressed into a fucking plastic shell and it looks like the most ghetto thing. And of course, it's bottled in fucking South Korea or not South Korea. That'd be nice in fucking some crazy hellhole, you know, like some poor Filipino girls cutting her fingers on this fucking glass bottle, you know, and it just doesn't. It looks really bad. Um, I got to find no one. They don't have a video of it somewhere. I'll find the video and I'll post it. It says $80 fallout rum bottles are made of cheap plastic. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's it costs $80. That's the thing. It costs fucking $80. If I'm going to pay $80, here we go. Here's the video. It's 32 seconds long. Go do yourselves a favor and take a look at this. And it's by Silver Screen Bottling Company. 
So they think they did something here. They think they are giving people something they want. But it looks like like what is even the rum inside? Um, I will put it in the thing, and I'll also add it to the show notes, but I'll put it here for you guys to see. Paste, there you go. It's 32 seconds long. Just run it right now. Um, just watch that video. It's fucking nuts. So you've got to ask yourself, what are game companies doing? Do they care about their fans? Or do they just keep pumping out this trait? Someone else, I saw another video about people complaining about um, probably one of the games of the year, which is uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. And the guy was saying, the guy's complaint was that the game, that that Rockstar does something really interesting. They used to, they have, their games are of two minds, linear and non-linear gameplay. So people are complaining that the gameplay is like on rails. And actually in a lot of ways, the gameplay is on rails. And I noticed this with, with many GTAs, the previous that I've played, where the game, you're doing a mission, and the mission will be like, go here, follow this guy. And if you don't follow this guy within like two, uh, two uh, uh, like 30 feet, it's like you lost him. Yeah. You know, it doesn't give you the option to do another, take another path. In the past, the old school um, uh, GTA games, they would give you the option. They didn't care. They just said, go kill that guy. And so if you took the linear path, you would go to catch him. And then when you go catch him, these things would happen, like these gameplay things would happen. So there's a famous video, and I saw, I just recently saw this one talking about it. But there's a famous video of where basically it was like, go kill this guy. And they had staged the guy's car on the block. So what would happen is you'd go, you'd park your car where they tell you to park. You'd walk to where the guy was. The guy would see you. He'd run. You'd be on a foot chase for two or three blocks. Then he would get in a car that was parked at the corner and he would take off. You'd have to carjack someone and follow him into this country. Well, this guy said, I'm tired of this. He drove to where the pre-staged car was, got, got into it, drove it to the bomb maker shop, put a bomb in the car, put it, went back, parked it right where it was before, then got in his car, went to the mission start point, started the mission, ran, chased the guy a couple blocks. When the guy got in the car, he just blew it up. <laughs> mission over. You I win. like that. Okay. Now, obviously, that is nonlinear gameplay. That, I think, is really cool. Now, that's obviously not how they want you to play the mission, but maybe games should be allowed to like let you play how you want to play. That's the beauty of Hitman 2 and the games like that. You know, you play how you want to play. They give you options and let you design your path. So I hate linear games, and I don't buy them. Okay? I stopped buying games like that a long time ago. When people get excited about, like, games like For Honor, which I'm like, this is just, like, Rock'em Sock'em Robots in a video game with big, bulky-ass fucking Vikings and Samurais with pre-made moves. It looks like a horrible game. Why is anybody talking about this? Or... Uh, uh, what's the game that uh, was really bad? It was really supposed to be really good, but it turned out to be really bad. They just made a new one, and it's full of cash grabs, and it's like about space. The free version of no, no, <laughs> no, no. The free version, free version is Warframe. Oh yeah, I can't think of the game. Uh, Dinklage, Peter Dinklage did the voice of the in the first version, in the first. I can't think of the game now, 
But that game famously, a lot of people love that game. But for the most part, you know, they make a game and you get the impression that someone at these studios was like, this is going to be a game we want people to play for five or six years. But then they just like kind of make it and they're like, all right, I'm tired of talking about this now. Let's do the minimum amount of work to keep it, keep it interesting and fresh. You know, like they made one raid in that game. You know, and 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 you think about fucking World of Warcraft. You make like four raids a year. You're not talking about Fortuna, are you? No, no. What do you? Where'd you even get that from? No, no. That's so, a that's a new level slash character in Warframe. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm talking. Yeah, I'm talking about a game similar to Warframe. It's it's a paid version of Warframe, but it's not Warframe. It's uh, the closest thing I think of is Warframe because the characters and everything are similar. Uh, They're all robot-y, humanoid characters. Some of them look kind of organic, like Warframe. I can't think of the name mm. of it, though. Destiny? Destiny, yeah. It was Destiny 2? Destiny and Destiny 2, yeah. So it's a raid-based game, but there's like one raid, and then they charge you for more content. Like full price, like $50, full price for more content, which is crazy. You know? Um, or Black Ops. You know, like people are going to play Black Ops, so they're not playing it anymore, and that's it. Because they know every in the next year there'll be another one. So why get involved? You know? Uh yeah man I I mean games 2018 hasn't been a good year for games I'm hoping that 2019 will be a better year we'll see you know I hope that people learn something from like Star Citizen even though it's not out yet but it's built like uh, this huge following um Fortnite you know uh open world games you know like the success of GTA 5 um and the fact that GTA 5 is not alive because of the linear gameplay but because they built a massive very detailed, hyper-realistic world with lots of things you can do in it. You know? Um, it's, you know, we'll see. We'll see. So, anyway, that was it. That was my games rant. <laughs> Are you going to finally branch off into uh, becoming a an Unreal, uh, Unreal slash Unity developer? I know that sort of piqued your interest a while ago. It did, but no, I'm not going to do that. I got to make money. So no, I'm not gonna do that. Do it because you love it. Uh, I don't love it though. Do it for love of the game. <laughs> you know what? I actually paid money for a Unity programming language too. Like I bought Unity Playmaker and a few mods for Playmaker, and I tried to go download them again, and I couldn't. It didn't work. So I think it's like the one I have is too old or something. It sucks. It's only like a year ago I bought it. But yeah. Anyway. Mm. Okay. Um, well, thank you for that rant. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to yeah. tell you something very boring in comparison, I guess. Um, so we had a little, uh, little audio snafu earlier in the show for anyone listening. And my rant about, uh, being interested in fasting got lost in the ether. I'll just say, but I was watching a, a vegan fasting expert on YouTube as I do called uh, a healthy alternative and he was he was talking with someone who had lost about 200 pounds over the course of a couple of years with uh, a lot of fasting they were talking about liver cleanses and veganism and he was like now have you had any sun water yet and i was like <laughs> sun tea that's funny his yeah. made sun tea <laughs> and then i looked it up i was like oh that's a real thing so i'm just going to read a little bit about this uh this sun water and moon water from this article it's in the show notes feel free to to take your own look at it uh in case you didn't know water was designed to carry the sun's subatomic nutrients 
sound, and color vibrations to all living things. <laughs> As James nods his head. Nods? <laughs> shakes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, he's like, yep. You're correct. Yeah, Preach it, brother. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, the truth is out. <laughs> so yeah, when I'm, making I'm reading the water, same article along with you. This is great. Yeah. When making the sun water, place it in a glass container directly on the earth. Now, that's very important. That way, the gentler earth frequencies will balance the strong solar energy. Now, don't leave it there for more than 10 to 30 minutes, or it will eventually rob it of its energy. Now, drinking the water that you've placed in the sunlight uh, is a wonderful way to get the vibratory energy of the complete color spectrum. Keyword here is it's also very energizing. Now, I you know I don't believe that at all. But do you know why it's energizing, Mike? Since you're sort of skimming through this a little bit, uh, because sunlight has passed through it. Well, aside from the vibrations and colors that have passed through it. Um, in preparation of this water, you add a so, you add a salt, basically. So what they're basically doing is making uh, some really shitty Gatorade. Jesus Christ! Yeah, it's all it's like. Oh, you feel great, yeah, because you're replenishing your electrolytes. Thank you very much. I thought you were gonna say that they put a small amount of crack cocaine, in it. <laughs> tons of LSD. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Now, to circle back around, you can also make moon water in the light of the full moon, though you don't have the same 10 to 30 minute time limitation. Uh, you can also make moon water in various phases of the moon, depending on uh, if you want to emphasize that phase or bring out that phase in your life. Um, it is worth noting, though, that moon water has a distinctly more feminine characteristic, so maybe that's not something that uh, anyone on this podcast needs to do. Uh, and what I also like about this article is there's one comment essentially saying, I'm glad to finally see an article like this from someone who knows what they're talking about. That's it. Jesus Christ. And, dude, that comment doesn't even make any sense. It says, this blog post, how to make blah, 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 reveals the fact that you comprehend what precisely you are com communicating about. I really completely agree with your post. Thanks. Signed, Angelia. Yep. But at the top it says, Janelle says. <laughs> yep. So the person signed in is Janelle, but then signed the thing as Angelia. Well, one is her son name and one is her moon name. Hmm. It's like, it's like, uh, I agree with your, po you, you comprehend precisely what you are communicating about. Okay. So they're not really saying, yes, this is great. They're just saying, you're a really good writer. Yeah. <laughs> really weird. But James, I thought you'd, you would like to read through this as I know you upset. care about <laughs> But see, the thing <laughs> this is, is very upsetting. <laughs> what if this is the real truth of life? <clears throat> I don't this know if you, don't you know. saw here. Are you going to make sun water? This goes back to what you said, man. What you said before. It's like, this is someone's truth. Yeah. <laughs> someone's like, how come people don't see? Common yeah. truth is not common. Like, yeah. 
Sun waters is shit. Like, I'm trying to tell people in the streets, and they think I'm crazy. They think I'm a kook. You know, there's this fucking guy. He's saying, eat meat, eat more meat. I'm like, yo, fool, where's your broccoli and sun water game? Step your game up. Get good, baby. Like, there's some guy saying that right now. So in in the in yeah, the vein so of true. in the vein of kooks, um, the other day I was driving. I think I was in D.C. and I was near the I was near a liquor store, and there was a guy almost pretty much yelling in the street, and he was holding a bunch of pieces of paper together with scribbles on them. I could see, <laughs> like he was trying to tell someone about whatever the fuck was in his papers, and I was like, oh my god. This guy's an actual live kook. He's like Captain Ransom. <laughs> yeah, or no, it was Braxton. Captain Braxton, right? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. You should talk to him. You should have gone and talked to him and see what he's trying to t- see what he's trying to tell people about. I might have been stabbed. He looked kind of sketchy. He looks <laughs> stabby as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he looks kind of sketchy, but uh, yeah, so. Uh, it says here for the moon water, it says use crystals, triskelions, tensor rings, or another method to amplify the energy. Yeah. That's a very, very key part. Why have I heard of triskelions before? I never have. I don't know what the fuck that is. There is a Star Trek fan fiction movie called Return to Triskelion. <laughs> a, why do you know that? Because I have it. It's garbage. <laughs> You I'm pretty it? sure. I'm pretty sure. Sorry, I forgot to mention it's Turkish. What is Turkish? The fan fiction made movie. Oh my god! <laughs> Please tell me it's a Turkish Spider Man. Uh, no. Oh man, forget it. Man. I will do my very best to make this available to the two of you. Or so, I, there's probably clips of it on YouTube. Probably, I have that other one somewhere. Of gods and men, yeah, yeah, that's got nothing on this. <laughs> this that's, is like that's a work of art compared to dude, this is like if the if the writer and same actors from Manos, the Hands of Fate, decided to take a go at Star Trek. Jeez. That's what this is, and we filmed it. Uh, no, no, the same the same film crew filmed it. We would have done too much work. <laughs> But they filmed it right at, uh, immediately after a 36-hour straight Man of the Hands of Fate yes. filming schedule. Yep. So maybe they were even a little more tired. Jesus. Dude, this is about a book. They're like, oh, on page uh, pages uh, 156 to 158 of Dancing with Water. Mm-hmm. Oh, this uh, I thought you meant the Star Trek thing. Yes. So it is... Dancingwithwater.com. Right, but it's I didn't. A, so it's, I didn't it's a look book, into apparently. the authors much, or their radio interviews, or their products and shop. Though I'm going to leave this tab open to do a little more exploring. Uh, if anyone is listening to this and they feel like clicking on the the link in the show notes, or just going to uh, Dancingwithwater.com, not secure. Have yourself a look around. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. To say the least. Uh, okay. Well, thank you for that, Evan. Uh, You're welcome. We appreciate your your insights. Sharing the knowledge. Yes, sir. 
Um, so next up, we have if you're going bald, the 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 recommendation now is to rub wasabi on your head. Fuck out of here. So the pain will make you forget about the baldness. So, and they mean real wasabi, not that bullshit that we probably all all eat, mm-hmm. you know. Um, they say it's about $80 per pound. So you might actually be better off getting Rogaine. It might be cheaper. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this is in a Munchies article from Vice. What? That's crazy talk. Just rub rub sun water on your hair. They they this supposedly this Japanese company made an announcement okay. that chemicals found stop. in the wasabi plant stop. stop 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 help regrow hair faster. I love than Asian ro- people than Rogaine. <laughs> but whenever somebody Asian finds some medical shit, it always involves some endangered animal's penis. Or horn, <laughs> or some plant rubbing it somewhere. Human uh, horn. I'm gonna say this is a hard pass for me, Mike. Thanks, <laughs> hard pass for me. James, how can you go wrong? You you got your sun water, and now you got your. Look, um, how about this? I'm gonna start selling a product called Spice Water. Okay, it just so happens you can pick it up in the store in the laundry aisle. It's by a company called Clorox, but you just pour it into a clear <laughs> thing, and you just drink a spice water. It's a little spicy when it goes down. Burns a little bit. It will solve all my fucking problems, because it will kill your ass. <laughs> Jesus. Mm-hmm. Talk about going through a cleanse. Yeah. That's just right. Pour right out, right out of you. All right. Make so a uh, now we're, we're down to the extra section. I put a couple things in here. Uh, first up. There's a study, these guys put out a paper that suggests uh, life, there could have been intelligent life on Earth before humans. Too bad they left. <laughs> or did they? Or did they? Bah, bah, bah! No. <laughs> uh, so yeah, this, so this article is basically just talking about that and how the possibility is that they're saying, well, would there be a record of them somehow? Like, could we detect it, you know? Like in the geological, you know, blah, could we detect, uh, you know, a civilization from, you know, 80 million years ago or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. whatever it would be. Probably not. Um, yeah. So. Meh. Tectonic shifts, uh, ice caps, flooding. I mean, yeah, I mean it it's were, an like, interesting idea because it's like yeah. we're always looking elsewhere for the uh, civilizations. But th- this is the planet that supports life, B. We know that for a fact. Yeah. <laughs> so, eh, it's possible. Um, all right. We were talking about this earlier, uh, Evan. The uh, Here's how much monthly income you need to rent a house in every state. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, number one. Number one, the highest, Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. Uh, number nine in the list, Maryland. Yep. Uh, your state is not listed, Evan. Oh, I'm sure <laughs> we're very low. It's well, uh, Although, I mean, these prices, the, the, the problem is they took, like, you know, the highest and the lowest and then averaged them and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Silver Spring is different than Baltimore, is different than Aberdeen, is different than Frederick. Yeah, you know, so it's a you know Tennessee but, is about two thirds of Maryland, but or, you know, 
still, it's a it's a good place to start, I guess. Yep. Um, Tennessee is listed here on the map, three thousand eight hundred dollars. Uh, Washington D.C. by contrast is eight thousand four hundred eighty-seven dollars. Maryland is five thousand eight hundred sixty-three dollars. So yeah, Washington D.C. even beat out California, but California is number two, so not far behind. If you're not first, you're last. Um, yeah. Now the, in this same article, they have a link to another article where it makes more sense to buy than rent. I looked at this. Apparently, not many places does it make more sense to buy than rent. Short term or just in general? Just in general. Um, <laughs> most places, it's a buy. Couple places that are like the middle of nowhere, you know, Montana, Wyoming, Idaho, right. it's renting makes more sense than buying. Really? Yeah. Why? I'll have to read into that. Mm-hmm. I find it somewhat interesting that all of these, uh, like also Washington D.C. Interestingly enough, it's cheaper to rent than buy. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's prime. That's free real estate, <laughs> right? Exactly. Every, with the exception of Colorado, because everything in Colorado went like skyrocketing once they legalized recreational marijuana. Mm-hmm. Everything is pretty much on the coast, which makes sense because that's, you know, shipping industry um, plays a big part. Also, people want to live near the water. I'm, I'm is, saying that as if it's fact, but well, if I think, you're a coastal think, baby, you're a coastal baby. I think most of the U.S. population lives on the coasts. Yes. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's a correct statement. Montana's huge. And you might and it might even be more accurate to say people live in big cities. But of course, what makes them big? Lots of people, you know. So Right, yeah. It's like a chicken or egg kind of thing. Um like all the big cities are LA, Seattle, New York, blah, whatever, you know. So the big city isn't Kansas City, Kansas, you know. I don't know. So like if we you finally had to got move, a Chipotle, you know. No, <laughs> if you had to move to a a landlocked a landlocked state, have you ever thought about which one you would choose? <laughs> um, I like North Dakota. North Dakota, there's no data. Yeah, <laughs> no one lives there. No, <laughs> I'm like sorry, bro. It's just uh. Uh-uh. <clears throat> um. I have I have not really Evan because as far as I'm concerned they're all the same. Uh-huh. <laughs> so you're not really wrong. <laughs> so no, <laughs> like what's the difference between Montana, Mississippi, Missouri, and Wyoming? Mm-hmm. Meh, not much probably. You know, I don't know. Right. I'd probably go Wyoming. Red or blue? History of slavery. There's a That's few good things point. that are different. I mean, what what's different to me may be different to you. You know, certain things stand out to me in states. Well, if I <laughs> went to avoid I mean, them even, in general. I mean, even, uh, of course, but, I mean, even me, if I went to a state and noticed that everyone is just white and that's it, I'd be like, this is fucking weird, you know? I mean, 
even for myself. So I think it depends. If I went to like just because I'm used to the way things are around here, you know. Yeah, I mean, if so. I went to Minnesota or Montana or something like that, where it's probably the case, most people are white. I probably be like, oh, whatever. I think I'd be less concerned about those places than places in the South. Then like I'd be like Tennessee, Central Mississippi. Or Alabama or Georgia, any of those places where I know there's already a lot of black people and it's a mil- still a melting pot, but there's lots of built-in like kind of racism and weird stuff going on down there that people it's kind of hard for people to escape, you know. So you could go to New Mexico. I mean, there at least you're not Indian. Yeah, that's the truth. What what are you what are you saying? I mean, Indians got a bad. The well, red man. Anymore, the red man can't get ahead. <laughs> I mean, they got their own reservation. Where's my reservation? Shit. <laughs> Only I reservation my, we know is at a restaurant. Yeah. I want my black person's casino. Like, I want my reparations. Yeah. <laughs> Your black person's casino. I was like, were you throwing dice out in the alley? Oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, I guess that's probably what it's going to be like, but yeah. It's 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 like yeah they did that in a, in a uh, what was it a fucking Chappelle show no well yeah they did the Chappelle show but no they did it in uh, home movies like, oh yeah like McGurk's like yeah I was playing dice they're like Red is like how do you play dice like, like <laughs> what does that mean like <laughs> it's like saying playing cards you know like people say that but it's like you know well you what can't game? just play cards you know it's yeah. what what game you know so um. Apparently it's the same thing with Dart Seven. So, <laughs> hey, yep. Uh, all right. So, and then last but not least, uh, we were kind of talking about this earlier. I just I kind of added this at the last minute uh, as an article about living check to check and how common it is, uh, how surprisingly common it is, and they're talking about it specifically in the context of the government shutdown here, mm-hmm. um, and how a lot of people might be fucked. So, I mean, some representatives like, well, you know, it's like, who lives check to check? They should be fine. You know, <laughs> like, it's like, uh, yeah, see how, bro. how far it goes on. If it, if it, if it, if, it, if I mean, I mean, if it's I, another week, fine. You know, yeah. if, if it's, it's another month, four months, fucked. I'm fucked. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to go get a job, a real job. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm going to have to go get a job somewhere else. I don't know where I get it, you know. No, I think a lot of people, if it, if that happens, which I don't think it'll that won't happen, but if that happens, there'd be a problem. I mean, it'd be riots in the streets. I mean, we're talking like fucking Daisy type, you know, a like we're ready, we're ready for the revolution type shit, which would be a huge, a huge problem. But that's like, what happened because too many people would be fucking destroyed if this thing went like even a month. They said is temporarily halting pay for some eight hundred thousand federal workers, right? Some have to work, some don't. Like Evan has to work and not get paid until later. Others are just not working and not getting paid, right? Although they'll probably get paid later anyway. Nowhere in here does it mention the government contractors. <laughs> yeah, no. We're like, people. Contractors aren't people. Like moi, who either have to use their leave. Or I'm about to be hired with a new company starting Jan 1, and I don't know if I'm going to have leave, no leave. I can go people, negative leave. You know, I don't I don't know. People I might be never, fucked. 
every time these shutdowns happen, they never talk about the contractor. I know. You never. think the contractors get back pay? Yeah. No. 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 Not at all. <laughs> exactly. It's fucking bullshit, man. And yeah, you have to use your vacation. But the government's filled with contractors. But they never mention contractors. It's like contractors. They're like a contractor. Being a contractor is almost like being a fucking janitor. You know? Mm-hmm. That's how they treat you. It's like you don't exist. You know? I guess I guess that's the bonus because you make all that cash more than the government. Wait a second. That's not fucking true. All right. Very true. Yep. Anyway. Exactly. So I think that's a sorry. I think that's a small. I think that's R and IT. That's the perspective. But I think in outside of IT, contractors do make a lot more than regular government employees, like engineers and shit like that. Like if you're an engineer working on a project, you probably make more than a government employee doing the same thing because you're highly skilled. So I'll bet you that is the case. Just to us, it's it's the opposite in IT. So. According to this, more people are are government employees than contractors, although that has not been my personal experience. Um, I just Googled it, and they said four out of ten people who work for the government are contractors. So that means six out of ten are federal employees, right? Um, I mean, where I work, it's more like the other way around, you know? But yeah, it maybe it's because it's IT. I don't know. You know, it feel, yeah, it I probably is because, like, if you think about, I don't know, is the National Park Service a thing? They probably don't have contractors. Yeah. Well, they probably do at the help desk. <laughs> well, yeah, but probably not doing the jobs that you think of when you think not of like park not park like out. Yeah, patrolling the the park or whatever. Yeah. The high yeah. seas. Yeah, exactly. Um. Right. Exactly. So. Yeah. But yeah, man, it's bullshit. You know? You're not wrong. So anyway, I guess we gotta get in on that start sucking on that government teat like Evan. Yeah, yep. Man. That's uh one day. One day. It's not too bad. <laughs> Alright, James, you got anything here for us? Um, yeah. So uh you asked me to talk about Elsa Gate. Uh, I'm not going to go into To whom are you speaking? You. You, Michael. I asked you to talk about Elsa Gate. You asked me last week to prepare some stuff on it. Oh. So these are the kind of bits that I pulled away. The Wikipedia entry is in here to give you a full rundown of it. And if you just click on that link, okay, and look at the pictures in the corner, there's a little thing of pictures. These are some of the thumbnails from some of the Elsa videos. Oh, what the fuck? As you can see, there's one of Spider-Man injecting something, injecting worms into Elsa's belly. There's one of, it looks like Elsa sticking something into a baby doll's butt. There's one of Elsa pulling, no, eating a giant gummy worm that looks very phallic. Um, there's one of Elsa about to cut her tongue off. It's This is a bunch of very disturbing images, and these are all Vic Kids videos. So uh, the one I'm going to talk about next after this isn't this it's not disturbing it's just weird but this is disturbing and it's almost there's so many videos like this that it almost makes you feel like it's a conspiracy to pollute kids brains with garbage but i don't even know like i can't even identify it so anyway i would say this video article is worth a read if you're interested in it 
Um, it is older than I thought it was. It's from 2016. I didn't become aware about it until early 2017 or late 2017. But it started being noticed around 2016, and it didn't get pulled from YouTube until when I noticed it in late 2017 so or mid-2017. So uh, take a look. The videos, the motives mm-hmm. behind the videos are unknown. It's one of the things it says in here. So just take a look, uh, you know. I put in the link also, I put uh, two and three. One's a Reddit post about it, and another one is a YouTube video that a guy is talking about it. Um, one of, This is one of the guys who kind of broke the story, quote-unquote. The next one is Little Johnny. So Little Johnny is a spin I'm going to call it a spinoff of Elsagate, but it's basically of the same caliber of material. If you click on this video, uh, yeah, so this is a Google search I did. But this video kind of gives you an idea. So the whole thing is, Johnny, Johnny, yes, Papa, are you eating sugar? <laughs> Johnny, Johnny, yes, Papa. It's like it's like Johnny, Johnny, yes, and the baby says yes, Papa, and he's like, are you eating sugar? And the kid's like, no, Papa, and he's like, are you lying? No, Papa, and the baby runs away. Then the baby goes back to eat more sugar, and I'm like, I, I don't know about you guys. When I was a kid, I didn't eat spoonfuls of sugar. Nope. Apparently, everywhere else in the world, it's a thing that kids eat sugar. So anyway, um, oh, fuck. If you click on that, click on that. Don't click on the video, but click on the link of the Google search. In the middle, there's a video with. Uh, it's the only video with real people in it, and it has a kid and a father, and the father's face is the kid is looking at the father, looking away. The kid has a striped shirt on, mm-hmm. and it says Johnny, Johnny, yes, Papa. I watched that entire five minute video. And this is the only person who I've seen who builds an entire song off of it. And in the song, in one night, the kid eats eight or nine different kinds of sweets. And he's like a handful of sugar, a popsicle, cookies, cake. And this is the kitchen that if you watch the video, you're like, there's nothing in this kitchen but fucking sweets. And the kid's like standing on a, he like climbs up the steps, goes into a cabinet, crawls in the cabinet, pulls out a tray of cookies and is eating cookies and or eating like a bar of chocolate. It's just crazy. The stuff that kids like eating peanut butter, like spoonfuls of peanut butter, which is very good for you. You know, um, it's a weird video and it's obviously a set, which is like to me makes me feel like this stuff is all manufactured. Um, I don't know the YouTube. I think I told you guys before the show, the YouTube video feels very funny, very fake. And obviously it's fake, but the YouTube, the content is manufactured for this crowd. And I don't know. It's kind of questionable. I got a lot of problems with it. Um, and Hmm. I have problems in general with this type of content aimed at children. It's the lowest content denominator and it's really just to me like the worst kind of stuff. So anyway, the song Johnny Johnny Yes Papa is obviously they took a nursery rhyme music and just uh, put whatever on top of it. Not good. Anyway, there it is. That's that. Uh, Johnny Johnny Yes Papa. Worth looking at just for the cringe factor when you get some time. Uh, and the other thing I have here is the Star Trek. Oh, uh, yuck. What is that? Oh, that's the actual video. Yuck. After. Okay. Yeah, Yuck is the the one and John, Little Johnny, and then Yuck, the Yuck link is the actual video, Johnny Johnny, Yes Papa, by that father and son. Um, uh, then the other one, Star Trek versus Star Wars. This is just hilarious. If you haven't seen this, you should watch it. 
I think you guys should both watch it today. <laughs> as soon as the show's finished, if you haven't seen it, it's fucking brilliant. It's the funniest. I, I think I've actually seen this before. Now it's that old. I, I'm sure not that I'm looking it. at it, but yeah, it's old. But it's funny. It's you could watch it again and be like, oh yeah, it's still funny. I've seen it like eight times. It's hilarious. So anyway, that's all I got. Hmm. All right. Well, I think that brings us to an, uh, the end of a quite a long show. Um, Evan, you got you got anything else? I don't. We uh, we may introduce a new segment in the in the new year, so be excited for that without knowing what it is. Uh, also, happy new year, because I'm sure you won't listen to this until Tuesday. I don't know. Oh, whenever whenever it's out. Yep. Um. All right, James, you got anything else? No, man, I'm good. All right, well, I don't have anything else either, so thank you very much for joining us today on our latest episode of the IO panel. If you have any comments or questions for us, please check us out. Uh, so I mean, send us an email, feedback at iopanelpodcast.com, or you could hit us up on uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, if you go to our website, iopanelpodcast.com, all the links are over there on the right-hand side. Uh, if you're feeling really generous, either click on our Amazon affiliate link, throw us some some ducats, as James likes to say, or uh, sign up for our Patreon and throw us some ducats that way. Really appreciate it. So once again, thank you very much for joining us, and we'll catch you next year. My own world of make-believe Kids screaming in the cradles Profanities I see the world through ice covered in ink and bleach Cross out the ones who heard my cries And watch me weep I love everything Fire spreading all around my room my world's so bright, it's hard to breathe, but that's alright. Hush.
redemption Devil's hide behind redemption Honesty is the one way gate to hell I want to taste consumption Eat faster to waste oxygen Hear the children sing aloud It's music till the wick burns out Sheep.